It is Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control, the only show on national radio where you can call in and talk about anything that's on your mind. 603-283-6160 is the call-in line. 603-283-6160. With you tonight, it's Aria. And it's Ian. And Conan. And Conan, welcome back to the show. It's been a while. You've been busy. I mean, it's been the winter and... Well, you know, I've been here in New Hampshire for almost nine years now. Wow. Um, Congrats. Coming from Florida, of all places. Me too. Me and too. one of the biggest questions I get is, oh my God, that is, that is quite the, uh, that's quite the journey. I mean, I mean, how are the, how are, how is the seasonal change? And I'm like, well, it's, you know, it's, it's, it, it, it hurts sometimes. <laughs> uh, January and February, I have to tell you, uh, I basically go into hibernation. Okay. I mean, I've got... Uh, I'm not a big I, fan of the cold weather either, being from Mississippi. I mean, in mm-hmm. Florida, it's warmer, but we're all from the South, I think. That's I, right, we are. <laughs> and I, I think what we, we really have in common is the humidity. And, and Keene has its human, humidity problem as well. But I mean, um, yeah, I've got plenty of stuff to do in the house. I mean, I got my projects. I got my oh, video yeah. games. I, you know, and it's, My hands are full of work. I got as much as I want to do. But I'm always at that window looking out. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing all the things I got to do come spring. I got trees that are got to come down. I got garden. I got a you know a new oh, yeah. I got new plots that I'm gonna I'm gonna start on this year. Um, Sounds like you're anxious to get to work. You damn straight I am. I, I uh, <laughs> we, it's and it's actually gotten a little warmer. Not today. It was back in the zeros this morning. No, but uh, in the mor- this morning okay. we've had a warm week, and I actually went running for the first time in like uh, two three months. Cool. And that was nice. I'm a little sore right now. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm definitely uh, looking forward to getting back out. Uh, not so much seeing all of the people, <laughs> the, the maskies out oh, there. It's, it's bad, I, dude. I mean, if anything, staying in my house, I don't have to see all of it, and it's kind of out of sight, out of mind. I just it doesn't bother me as much because I mean, it really is. I mean, you, you asked me to, you know you know before I, we started, you know how how I am, and I'm I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I'm a little bit depressed. Oh, it, and it's, it's and worse, it's, and it's not just the weather and the and the the, the lack of sun. It's the people. It's the goddamn people. You got to get out, man. You got to. I, I know. I know. Getting out exposes you to the people, but at the same time, you, you need to come to like fucking Gray, which is the the fun noodle restaurant in yeah. downtown Keene. For our listeners that don't know, uh, where you know we have meetups twice a week now because the lady that owns the place, she her attitude is basically, I don't care. I'm gonna do what I want. You know, freedom means something to her. Mm-hmm. She actually, in my opinion, she's the best activist we've got right now. Because she's got something on the line. She's got her entire business oh, yeah. on the line. She's actually out of business at two of her restaurants. They've been closed since early, you know, 2020. But fucking great is doing just fine. Fucking great. I don't know how well they're doing, but they're still open. So that's a good, good sign. Good news. Good sign. Um, it doesn't hurt that we brought, I think, 28 people there on last Sunday. You weren't there for it, but nice. we literally, th- there were three other people in the place who weren't with our group and everybody else, the whole place was was full of people. So there are some bright spots out there. And, you, you know, I, I know you don't like to get out, but it might be worth I work, it. I work Sundays, too. I know. I know. We're doing, th- we're doing some on Fridays. Oh, really? So, yeah, we got we got what we call fucking Friday. Uh, and so, you know, 5 o'clock, come on out. We get, we've had people come up from, like, Connecticut and elsewhere just to come up and visit New Hampshire. And it's, it's a perfect place to go because you walk in and it's like walking into 2019. There's no signs on the door or anything like that. Now, every now and then a masked person will, will come into the store. 
and then, uh, and then immediately see that it's 2019 and be like, oh, thank God. Some of them act that way. So you can, you can talk to the staff and they'll tell you stories about like you know their interactions with uh, with people. Some people will come in and they'll somehow get the communication that they it's okay to not wear the mask and they'll have that reaction uh, that you're talking about because there are what what percentage of people that are wearing masks we we still don't know what percentage of them are doing it just because they believe they have to not because they want to but right. because they believe that these all these stores have these policies because there's signage up almost everywhere at every corporate place it's got to be a significant portion well i think it's it, it, pretty obvious if you if any of you are are on the social medias if they've changed their avatar to them wearing a mask I'm, that's one of the that's one of, the one bad of them ones. They're one of the bad ones. But have they changed their avatars to wearing two masks? Because wearing one is no longer enough to virtue signal that you're a member of the Church of Woke. Oh, speaking of that, uh, Vincent, former co-host here on Free Talk Live, current host of Questioning Authority on Saturday nights, uh, he sent me something today saying Keene State College students now have to wear a mask in their dorm room and two masks on campus outside of their dorm. (laughs) Stop wasting your time, kids. Just drop out. I mean, it's Keg State College in the first place. (laughs) Keg Stand College. Okay. Keg Stand. It's not worth it. um, Good news, and I don't know if these are stories that we'll get to. It it, it looks like Texas, at least, is getting ready to rescind. Texas and Mississippi. Their mask mandate orders. Interesting. And, of course, that's Texas, and they're they're light years ahead of some of here in New England. They ought to rescind their state statehood next and well, get out of the United States. Uh, and that they're also talking about that, yeah. which is very interesting. And like I've always said, uh, I want Texas to do it first because that's a lot more uh, real estate that the federal government has to worry about. Oh yeah. Meanwhile, we just slip off uh- <laughs> right into the sunset while while the federal government is wasting but all their we've... missiles and bombs and drones on some good old boys down in the in the south. We got to get more people here though, Conan. I mean, it, I think we've got 2020 was the best year yet for the Free State Project as far as migration is concerned. They mm-hmm. had tremendous increase in uh, like interest in the project as well. Lots of new signups, lots of new people joining their newsletter and following them on social medias and things like this. I went to their uh, Porcupine Day, which was the ce- sort of the celebration of the end of the five-year moving window for the Free State Project. So now it's it's finally the early moving moving window thing is now done. And now just come on in. You well, know, all no I got to say is if you if you want to move to New Hampshire, you got to do it before all the Californiaites and all yeah. the mass, mass holes because they are coming, coming in, in in droves. Yeah. I mean, I have at least a dozen new uh, addresses on my route, just one route. And Walpole is only a population of like 3,000. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the houses are going up left and right, brand spanking new houses and all New Jersey plates, uh, mm. Massachusetts plates, California plates, because they're... They're escaping. Yeah, it's not surprising, yeah. especially now that they can work from home or whatever, so they don't actually right. have to be in New Jersey or Massachusetts. Like, well, I can just move to New Hampshire and then not have to pay any income taxes anymore. Yep. And then let's. Oh, what, what do you mean you don't have mass transit? What do you mean you don't? What, your library's too small. We need to fix that. And then you know, before you know it, they're at the city city hall, the city council meetings, and they're yeah. bringing all their bad ways with them. And uh, and this this is this is. This is how parasites work, and hopefully we get the the not-so-bad parasites. Hopefully we get the mediocre ones, because it's sad. I don't want them coming. I want the good ones to move in. (laughs) Well, New Hampshire appears to be lagging behind Texas and Mississippi. Uh, Governor Sununu just extended. But that's just in COVID-related stuff. Sure. New Hampshire is still the, at least as of the last calculation, and maybe it'll change drastically you know, in the next time they look at the numbers, because the 2020 freedom rankings that have come out from like the Fraser Institute, 
uh, which does uh, freedom of all economic freedom of all North America. It looks at every state, every province in Canada, uh, every Mexican state, and it ranks them. New Hampshire's number one there. Florida is tied with number two for uh, with Idaho. So, but it's close. It's it's darn close. And Texas, I don't know where they are on the list, but generally Texas isn't as good as the people from Texas think that it is. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, you know, we'll, we'll see how it pans out because the 2020 numbers are actually coming from 2018. So, because it takes them, you know, a couple of years to gather all the statistics and put it all together. So we won't really know how unfree we became in 2020 until, like until 2022. 2022. That's yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. But hopefully we'll find out sooner rather than later. But, but it's good to see that this is coming to an end in some states. Yeah, and we do know that there are more people, I think, interested in moving here than than I can recall in years. I, I would say we've had more visitors here to uh, New Hampshire, specifically just to Keene. I know they're getting them elsewhere, but all I can mm-hmm. see is what comes here. And I would say we've had more visitors in the last eight months here than we've had in the last probably six to eight years. The Free State Project page on Facebook is filled with people filled with people talking about moving to New Hampshire. Who cool. knows how many of them will actually yeah, do talk it? Talk is cheap, but, but it's the first step. I mean, that's it's you still have to talk before you get to secession too. Like we have to talk about secession. People have to talk about secession if they believe in it, because if you you know, if you if enough people believe in a thing, it can become real. It can manifest. Yeah, it only takes like what is it like five percent, and then once you get that, uh, you know, p- activist types, mm-hmm. people yeah. who are actually you know talking the you know walking the walk, right? To get to get everyone else, all the people, the conformers, the maskies out there to say, oh wait, hold on now, there's actually a restaurant in Keene that you don't have to wear a mask. There's more than one. I love the sign of that. Yeah. Well, secession would be ideal, and then we don't have to worry about what the federal government is doing. We don't have to worry about California telling New Hampshire what to do. What do you think? Six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. It's Free Talk Live, Talk Radio, you control. You can call in and talk about anything that's on your mind. 603-283-6160 is the call-in line. With you tonight, it's Aria, Conan, and Ian. And Bitcoin is on sale. I don't know if you saw that, but you can find out more about it at Bitcoin.com. If you don't happen to know anything about it, they have everything you need to know. A cornucopia of information neatly organized by your needs, so there's really no longer an excuse to ignore this important world-changing information. But if you already know about crypto, check out news.bitcoin.com because there you can get the latest headlines of all the news relevant to you because bitcoin.com is your source for buying cryptocurrency, getting a wallet, mining, trading, and all the latest cryptocurrency news all on a sleek and easy to use website, bitcoin.com to find out more about it. It's not a bad time to because it is down about $10,000 per coin it's versus at, it's, its peak. It's at 48 right now. That's not on sale. It was on sale yesterday when it was 43. Oh, Remember, it's still on sale. Its peak was fifty-eight. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. It's and of course, considering that it's probably going to be a hundred thousand in a couple of months, it <sighs> it could be. I <laughs> believe it or not, in my hibernation, mm-hmm. uh, I started I started uh, mining. What are oh, you mining? Nice. I, so I put I had a I had a machine just sitting there. I'm like, well, it's not doing any good. It's my uh, my living room uh, TV watching machine, and. Um, I've just started playing around. I didn't realize how easy it was. I'm, huh. I'm oh, it's so, super I'm, easy. These I'm buying Ethereum and, and Monero. Nice, really. Uh, and I and then it gets, I've only been mining for what, three and a half weeks. This is with a graphics card. You just I'm using a graphics card in the living room, and uh, I use I use my CPUs. All of my computers are mining Monero using my CPUs. Wow. So I actually got on board 
you know, doing some research, figuring out what I need to be mining to, you know, transferring into Bitcoin and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm going to put a damn machine together, like a real, you know, honest to God rig. Okay. And so I got everything except the GPUs. Mm-hmm. Why? Because go on Newegg right now, go on anywhere and look up the GPUs. They are through the roof. Really? The same card that I bought in early, early January is like for like 300 bucks. Mm-hmm. You can't get, first of all, it's not in stock. Yeah, but they're the, almost impossible to but find the, right but now. The list, but the list price, 900 bucks. Why? Why all of a sudden? And it's a, and it's a simple, because everyone's mining. Because of the price No, everyone's up? mining. Yeah, but why now? Is it because the price has been going up? That's why everybody's jumping in? I think a lot of people are at home. They're not working. They're, I, they're doing all their work from home. Mm-hmm. So that, but that's one of the theories. I don't is, think you're correct. I think it's a matter of supply and demand. Chris Wade was talking about the, having issues acquiring hardware going back seven, eight, nine months because of mm-hmm. you know the pandemic and COVID-19 because so much of this, these chips are being produced in China. Yeah, due to COVID, they were, there's been huge delays as far as Chinese shipments. Plus, everyone's working at home, so they have so they, no more company computer. They're building their own or buying their pre, pre-built. Oh, I see what So that's saying. one of the reasons. Okay. Other reasons, everyone's mining. No. Yeah, so I'm always, as usual, I'm, you know... Late to the party. I'm late to the party. Well, but, but, I, you, but I'm still making... But in late. New Hampshire, you're paying New Hampshire rates on power. I mean, it's it's going to kill you. I'm only paying $0.08. Cents. Oh, okay. I thought it was like $0.15. Cents no, per... hell no. I would have been dead a long time ago. Okay. I didn't know how that... Okay. I, and, and any, I and still anyways, don't think you're going to... And when you consider I don't heat my house, this is a great way to heat your, your room. Uh, no, true. it's not. They don't put off nearly that much heat. Captain's heating his whole... House, from what I my understand, my house is it. set at fifty-two. I know it is. My room, I'm only, I'm only heating one room. That's right. You're, room. you're comfortable with fifty-two degrees. Oh, well, no, I'm not. No, I'm not comfortable. I'm comfortable saving all that money. <laughs> <laughs> it well, warms his heart. I yeah. mined Ravencoin off and on last year. That's the next. That's the next one on my list. I wouldn't recommend it at the moment. It's down to about really? ten coins a day as the reward because so many more people are mining it. So the reward isn't really cost effective. It still comes out to about twenty cents a day for the coins. You know the Ravencoin guy lives in New Hampshire, right? I did not. Yeah, his name's Bruce Fenton. Actually, I guess it's closer to about two dollars a day in coins. He threw the uh, the only crypto conference that New Hampshire has ever had. I believe they did an online one last year, but prior to that, it, I think it went for like three or four years nice. in person. Good guy. But it was easily mineable last year to the extent that I was getting like forty coins. Well, so a day. was Ethereum, and now Ethereum is getting to the point where I mean, if you don't have an eight gig card, you well, can't, you're not going to do it with a four. Ethereum and Monero haven't really been GPU mineable in a long time. I mean, you can Ethereum, do it, Ethereum sure, but it's is. not going to be profitable. When, they, when Ethereum split, if I understand it, last the last split, now it is GPU mineable, and that's that's really about it. Monero use is only CPU. No, they're they're but they use ASICs to mine them. Uh, We're getting off into the weeds here, yeah. guys. But anyway, yeah, so it turned out to be effective because all of those Raven coins, they were mined at like one cent each or below a cent each, mm-hmm. and now it's like 20 cents each. So mm-hmm. definitely a profitable endeavor, but I don't think if the price stayed the same, it would have actually been worth it for the electricity cost. Some of the old radio guys that I work with, some of the old you know veterans that have been in the talk radio business for a long time, they're starting to get interested in taking crypto, which is pretty sweet. It is. And it's all a result of critical thinking. We're thinking things through, and that's why we got into (laughs) cryptocurrency in the first place, seeing the economic trends and the fall of the USD. But evidently, critical thinking is bad, according to this guy at the New York Times. He says critical thinking, as we're taught to do it, isn't helping in the fight against misinformation. Now, that's a strange argument. Don't you think if somebody's presenting you with misinformation, the only way to conclude 
that it's incorrect would be to think it through. No, no, no. See, now not, all not you got to do is read the New York Times, and they'll do your thinking for you. Not these days. We got to cancel that misinformation in, in a heartbeat. We can't have we can't have dudes in their basements at their in their mom's basements getting all this in, misinformation because the next thing you know they're storming the Capitol. Look, Arya, you're too busy in your life you don't have time to figure out all this hard stuff you need so fact checkers why, right that's why we've got professionals at the new york times you can trust us well that's what You've they're always asking. been able to trust us <laughs> for an academic michael caulfield has an odd request stop overthinking what you see online mr caulfield a digital literacy expert knows all too well that at this very moment more people are fighting for the opportunity to lie to you than at perhaps any other point in human history. Those people are called What's the politicians. That? Now, that's not in the article, that last sentence oh, that yes. you just said. <laughs> What's the evidence for that claim, that more people are fighting for the opportunity to lie to you? Is it just because we're on the internet now and more people can approach you than ever before? But that or? also means more people are fighting to tell us the, the truth, truth than at any other point in yeah. human history. I don't know if I believe his claim. Yeah, it's a bit misleading. It's, it may, in fact, be misinformation. Indeed. <laughs> misinformation rides the greased algorithmic rails of powerful social media platforms and travels at velocities and in volumes that make it nearly impossible to stop. That alone makes information warfare an unfair fight for the average Internet user. As Not true, as we just pointed out. True information is trending in exactly the same ways. But Mr. Caulfield argues that the deck is stacked even further against us that the way we're taught from a young age to evaluate and think critically about information is fundamentally flawed and out of step with the chaos of the current internet. Now, to be fair, I don't honestly remember what they taught me about critical thinking in school, but it was the government that did teach it, so maybe it wasn't really good information. I don't know. Isn't that, wouldn't that be like debate class? The debate team would be where you'd learn critical thinkers. I don't remember any classes that were specifically designed to teach any of that, except well, unless you're talking about math. Yeah, I think it was just something that showed up in some class somewhere. I don't remember when it was. Like, I do. I have a vague memory of them talking about critical thinking. I don't remember if it was math class. I don't remember where it was, uh, but it was something that was included at some point in my school. Not at my school, I don't think. Not, nor at mine, no. which is a shame because that would obviously start with the logical absolutes and build from there, and it would be a valuable skill for adults to have in trying to figure out what is and isn't you true. better believe it. That's how you end up with Mitt Romney saying that he was and was not the capital, the CEO of Bain Capital in 99. And people going, yeah, that makes perfect sense. No, it doesn't because it either is or isn't true. <laughs> he can't have it both ways. And you would know that if you knew how to critically think. We're going to continue with why the New York Times says you should not think. Looking for a great real estate investment? Consider New Hampshire, which is ground zero for the Liberty Movement. Your first call should be to Mark Warden from Porcupine Real Estate. He's more than just a real estate agent. He's your New Hampshire concierge. Where are the best places to live? Do you want farms, city, the burbs, or forest? Do you want a duplex or multifamily building so that renters pay your mortgage? There are homes in all price ranges in New Hampshire, and Mark can help with financing, too. Invest in Liberty and property. Mark Warden can help. PorcupineRealEstate.com It's Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control, 603-283-6160. Maybe you agree with the writer here at the New York Times. Maybe we shouldn't be thinking. There's just too much information out there. We can't process it. We need to rely on 
on our wise leaders at the New York Times to instruct us on what to believe and exactly how to believe it without any actual thought from ourselves. 603-283-6160 is the call on line. And with you tonight, it's Aria. It's Ian. And Conan. And let's go to the phones. We've got Ridley calling from New Hampshire. Ridley, you're on Free Talk Live. Oh, let me unmute you. Sorry. Go yep, ahead, Ridley. Wrong one. Is it? Yeah. Yep. Have you guys been following this uh, New Hampshire House Bill 63 that's trying to, I think that's the one that's trying to make it so that you, that they would, they would undo the penalties that have been levied for COVID violations? I've heard about this, yeah. I have not been following uh, it. And isn't this the one Sununu promises that he is going to veto if it comes across his desk? Uh, yes, and he's the one I wanted to talk about here because he's more interesting than the bill itself. Um, so, as you know, many of the, I think maybe all the COVID violations up to this point, it's, it's, it's not really law, it's just edicts, right? He just signs something by himself like a dictator. And so um, his reaction to this was interesting. He attacks the reopeners who had sponsored this bill. He said, uh, he said, quote, um, we can't claim to support law and order, then incentivize law breaking and reward those who do not follow the rules, unquote. Yeah, he didn't pass any laws. He just wrote a bunch right. of orders down. Now, of course, yeah. laws are just words on paper. I mean, you know, they're they're just these strangers in the legislature who believe they should be able to control us. So I have no respect for what those people create either. But well, even but under not. their system, it's not a law. Yeah. yeah, even under their system, what he did was not lawmaking. Right. But unfortunately, the legislature years ago passed an executive order statute that authorizes uh, the governor to do all kinds of things like this. So getting that cat back into the bag is going to be a pretty difficult thing to do. As you pointed out, obviously he's going to, or was I think Conan pointed out, obviously he's going to veto this if it passes the House. And it likely will not pass by veto-proof margins because the Democrats love Sununu on how he's handled uh, COVID so far. They, I think they've got like a 7 out of 10. And Dems approve of him or more. Uh, wow. yeah, it might have been more than that, but but either way, they love what he's done, so they're going to vote to protect his power. And so there's no chance, even if all the Republicans agreed, and they don't, the Republicans are split over COVID. Some of them are against all the insanity. Others are apparently afraid, and they're, and they're in favor of it. So there's absolutely no chance, especially no chance, to actually repeal the executive order uh, statutes, the ones that, that give him the authorization to take this emergency control in the first place. Which I think is now, what... He, there, is also, there is also an attempt underway uh, to codify some of his restrictions into law. Such as... I don't know which ones, uh, mm-hmm. except for the, I think the remote learning, which I don't really care. But uh, they, that was one of the ones that they were didn't try to codify that into law. But many of the others, apparent, according to reopeningage.com. Yep. it's uh, It's been an interesting legislative session so far. I had yesterday a story about the insane Democrats uh, in, in a recent, I guess, gathering that they had. They had in like a soccer field because they're too afraid to actually have a meeting in the state house. Is this where they it's had absolutely ridiculous. It, it looks is. like something from China. It's insane. Uh, did you see so you saw the photos? Oh yeah, it's it's mm. stupid. Is this where they had so, the brilliant the, idea the way, to was, uh, 
Is this where they had the I brilliant would, yeah. idea to just like leave and leave the Republicans and control everything? And they're well, like, oh crap, that didn't work, did it? Well, they tried to leave. Some of them did, but the Republican speaker actually blocked them from leaving because if enough of them left, there would not have been a quorum. And then they so, and then he locked the doors. And they locked <laughs> supposedly locked them in the auditorium. So it was a very interesting, well, dramatic situation. Go ahead, Dave. I've been ejected from the parking lot of that uh, stadium. Really. Uh, when I tried to film a Trump rally, I was one of the first, maybe have been the the first New Hampshire I'd ever kicked out of a Trump rally. Hmm. Uh, Are they streaming? Does anybody know? Are they actually streaming these legislative sessions? I imagine that they are, but I've not actually looked into it myself. Well, I refer to Robert's Rules Number Seven to oh, my honorable good Jim. Who wants to watch that stuff? It's terrible. It I really certainly is. don't. Ridley, thank you so much for the call. Keep us updated on how this develops. I, I would hate to see any of Sununu's actions actually be codified into law by yeah. the New Hampshire legislature, but that's at least a higher hurdle for them to jump over than just having Sununu unilaterally write down something on a sheet of paper. Mm-hmm. But who knows? Time will tell. I'd rather see all of this crap lifted. But again, Sununu extended everything until I think March the 17th or the 14th or something like that. Okay. So maybe then he will finally be like, you know what? Other governors. I expect we're going to be launching nightcaps again just just like last year. I look forward to it. Other governors are putting it into their stuff, though, and now seems like a good time as any to get into that. We can come back to the story about thinking. Mm -hmm. Mississippi is ending their mask mandates, allowing a full return to operation capacity at businesses. Mississippi Governor Tate Reeds, a Republican, announced on Tuesday that he was lifting the mask mandates in his state effective tomorrow and that businesses in the state would be able to return to operating at full capacity. Starting tomorrow, we are lifting. That basically just has that coming straight from him. Wait a minute. There was a there was something in there where it said they won't include any COVID rules. Is that what is that what he said there in that in that quote? I, I will read that? out the full quote. Then. Yeah. Starting tomorrow, we are lifting all of our county mask mandates, and businesses will be able to operate at full capacity without any state imposed rules. Okay. That yeah. Do whatever you want, That's people. Great. Well, that- well, as long as, because he says, uh, because we have, because the rates have been going down mm-hmm. and because the vaccine is readily available, that's the next step. It's oh. it's how many, because he's probably not going to try it. For, just like here in New Hampshire and across the country, it, it wasn't the government that, you know, it wasn't local government that started throwing all these rules at us. Well before Sununu threw a mask mandate at us, Walmart had had one in, for, in effect for two months. So when so so it's not going to be I don't think it's going to be any any level of government that's going to throw something like a mandatory vaccine uh or think corporate America is going to shove it down oh, yeah. people's throats. Oh yeah. Well, I would take Tate Reeves at his words and start se- selling alcohol to 17-year-olds. He says you can operate without any state imposed rules. <laughs> I don't think that's what he means, but, but yeah, that's, that's what funny. he said. <laughs> and I would ho- I mean if his executive orders have the rule of law behind them, yeah. then surely his tweets do as well, <laughs> right? This is an edict from the governor just as much that as anything is else. That's a great way to interpret that. I'm going to secede as well. Just just <laughs> you my You haven't yet? Just my point. We've been waiting on. My point 3 acres. Yes, shiresociety.com, sign the declaration. No, 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 I've signed that. Oh, then I'm, you're seceded. Well, yeah, okay, well, uh, no, I mean really <laughs> secede. Just, oh, really? Just my house. Okay. Conlandia? 
Conelandia. (laughs) (laughs) So Reeves does go on to say something I think that's important. Executive orders that interfered with people's lives were the worst, but only possible intervention for much of the last year. Not sure I agree, but... he's admitting that he did the worst possible thing? Yes. He also says, now we are putting our focus towards rapid vaccine distribution. We are getting out of the business of telling people what they can and can't do. (laughs) (laughs) Combine that with his tweet. I think... He just instituted anarchy in Mississippi. Hey, Mississippi. <laughs> we've been among the five, four or five most open states throughout this crisis, and we've been rewarded for it with more jobs and economic recovery. That's true. I mean, Mississippi needs it, right? Aren't they, they in really dismal shape economically there? They are just about the worst state in every single metric, yeah. from teen pregnancies to HIV to gonorrhea to poverty to illiteracy to I mean, obesity. He's not saying what he actually means, obviously, because it's a politician. But right. it, but if he were actually saying, you know, true words here, it would be an amazing day for Mississippi. If indeed there were no more government <laughs> controls on any business in Mississippi, I, I mean, would consider moving. Let's back. move. <laughs> That's not because what we put in place was a light burden. It's only because the rest of the country was so much worse. That's paraphrasing. This is true. This That's is true. good. But we need to recognize that none of these orders in any state or anything short of unprecedented, they have to end at the earliest possible moment. I hope other governors take his lead, and at least one other person, uh, Governor Abbott, has also lifted their restrictions. We'll talk about that as well. What do you think? Is this too early? Are we going into wave number six, (laughs) seven? Is it time to end this year-long, two-week lockdown to flatten the curve? 603-283-6160. Talk Live, Talk Radio that you control. 603-283-6160 is the call in line. You can call and talk about anything you want, or maybe you want to weigh in on some of the lifting of the mask mandates that we're seeing. You can certainly do that or change the subject, talk about something else entirely. Whatever you want, you can take control of the airwaves. But before we get into that, I want to tell you about AnyPay 2.0 because it's here and crypto payments are now faster than ever. If you're using the Edge Wallet, Handcash, Bitcoin.com, or Dash Wallets, if you are, then your experience will be smooth and lightning fast. But if but some wallets aren't ready for the impressive new technology, and those wallet programmers need to hear from you, the wallet users. Visit AnyPayInc.com slash upgrade to learn why some popular wallets are incompatible with the new technology. And reach out to the wallet programmers and encourage them to make payments perfect at anypayinc.com slash upgrade. That's anypayinc.com slash upgrade. Let's go to the phones. We've got Skylar calling from Concord. Skylar, you're on Free Talk Live. Are you with us? I don't think you put him on the air. No, I did. Hmm. You did not. No, I keep hitting the same stupid button. No, no. Okay. There you go. It's been a while. Skylar, you're on Free Talk Live. Are we good? We are. What's on your mind? Nice to see you. Nice to see everybody. Thank you all for having me. Um... I just want to say, I don't get paid for this, but the the the, the AnyPay app, I just discovered it the other, uh, I don't know, a week or so ago, and it's incredible. Um, it's It streamlines Bitcoin or um, um, crypto banking very, very um, seamlessly. So I thought it was really cool. Do you have a store um, at which I, you are accepting cryptocurrency? I don't have a store that, well, actually, I should, uh, let me rephrase that. I have a YouTube channel where I'm accepting cryptocurrency. So my YouTube channel is Savage Truth 603. Um, I'm a political activist. 
I do uh, a lot of different stuff throughout the state. Uh, I've, I've mingled with a lot of people. I'm the, I was the first person to be arrested at the governor's house for freedom of speech. Um, and I'm trying to take my YouTube channel to a, a, a bigger direction, you know, New Hampshire based, but on a bigger scale. So we were cool. at the Wyndham um, select board meeting last night and we were listening to people talk about the voting irregularities and, and how drastic they were. Um, but I guess the only question that I have is, is anybody else noticing that Home Tyrant Sununu has drastically changed his stance on COVID and lockdowns and mask mandates? What did he and do? Because I have not been paying attention. What, what did he do? Uh, so he's, so we are, he's, he's very close to like lifting mask mandates and um, there's a, there's been a lot of talk of there was uh, HB 43 I believe was the the House bill that they were talking about last night in Wyndham where they're they want to relieve any businesses of fines or any uh, um, licenses that have been revoked due to them not uh, um, complying with the COVID mandates. Right. Yeah, we were just um, talking about that with uh, Dave Ridley who was speaking about the same subject and um. Yeah. How they wanted to, and Sununu is not a fan of that, saying, "Oh well, you can't just ignore the law like that, right?" It's not a law, though. That's well, right. Yeah, but I mean, that's splitting hairs when it comes to the state. It's it's the powers that be giving us a rule, and that's what they consider to be a law. And and I agree with you. They consider it to be a law, but the rule of law says that it's not a law because a mandate is not a law; it's a suggestion. And if you go to New Hampshire Executive Order 74 and you look at it for yourself, the, third, the, the, the second half of the third page gives exemptions for, for people to not have to wear masks. And those exemptions are pretty much everybody. And, and that's, I, that's not the governor, like, kowtowing to people. I think that's him protecting himself from massive lawsuits because he, you, can't, you can't require somebody to wear a medical device to use your facility if they don't need said medical device. And that's kind of what we're dealing with. Like, I feel like he's taken a big back step, like a big, he's, he's backpedaling because he knows that all these mask mandates and everything that he has done to shut down the state and ruin people's businesses is an infringement on our rights. Well, and he I may know it, but that, why does he care now? If he's starting to back off, what is uh, incentivizing this behavior? The 2020 election. So Sununu is, is looking at a Senate run for 2022, right? I didn't know that. Um, yeah, yeah. He wants to take Maggie Hassan's seat. So he has... Since- LRN.FM uh, uh, I have not heard any of this. The last thing I heard from him concerning that particular bill that we were talking about that, that Ridley brought up, he specifically says, if this comes across my desk, I'm going to veto it. You know, we can't have people, you know, breaking the law that's supposed to supposed to be enabled to protect people. Uh, we just you, we can't have this, you know, this taking place. Yeah, I haven't seen anything from Sununu that suggests he's backing off of the mask mandates. In I fact, haven't either, but I don't watch everything he says, you know, so. But if he, but uh, well, let's think about it. Let's put ourselves in his shoes. If he was going to run for what was it, Senate in 2020 or 2022, uh, what what frame of mind would he want the voters to be? Because right now, these friggin' Republicans in this state love him. I mean, they love him. Yeah, they do. 
He, I mean, he just handily defeated two opponents in the Republican primary, including our very own nobody who ran against him, as well as a woman named Karen, uh, which is hilarious. Uh, she's very nice. And he just he crushed him. But if he doesn't come back in 2022, that would be an interesting opportunity for an Aria Demetso run. I haven't been in New Hampshire for uh, seven years. I haven't been here long enough. But if he's running or against... Or have I? When if, did I? I may have been here seven years. Now that I think about it. This is my seven-year anniversary this year. I totally forgot. If he's running against Hassan, who is a crazy liberal masky, maybe he wants to distance himself from that type of mentality, this, you it's know, too lo- early. this lockdown mentality. It doesn't make sense. It's too early. I mean, the, that, right, that well, election is... I have a theory. If any, well, if, any also, if any Republican governors are out there are are starting to loosen up like Mississippi and Texas, I think it has a lot to do with MILF, Christy Nome, South Dakota governor, who didn't lock anything down. She was at the CPAC, and I caught little snippets mm-hmm. of her speech, and she's going down the list. She's like, I didn't lock down anything. I didn't shut down anything. I didn't order any mass mandates unless you guys wanted to do it. I think she put a lot of these dudes... Uh, I think she shamed a lot of Republican dudes who are, I think, are waking up to the fact that, hey, uh, there is truth in this. And by the way, Florida didn't do a whole lot either. They don't care about truth, Conan. They want to get reelected, too, though. That they do, and do so that, when the people, yeah. but they just won re-election. If, By the time the next governor gubernatorial elections roll around, people aren't going to remember this crap. If you, yeah. they're going to be thinking about Kim Kardashian they, and we'll be Kanye at, West. No, we'll be at war with China by then. Um, if you had heard the response from the uh, the the attendees, the CPAC attendees, you would realize that she has uh, the majority support. Well, from the CPAC attendees, perhaps. Who but are, isn't that, who, anyone, isn't, anyone who's going to drive all the way and attend something like that is already a, a, a diehard. Isn't that a, like a pro-Israel Zionist organization? Well, I, I don't know, but the Republicans, the, Repu- the, the diehard uh, Zionist Republicans, yes, who, I don't know, a lot of, I think a lot of Republican governors out there would like to have on their side, especially the, not just their vote, but to have them and their backing and their money. At any rate, I'm not seeing anything about Sununu backing off a mass I'm not mandates. either. I, In I, don't, fact, I don't believe it. He just extended them until March the 26th, so it's wanna, even worse than I thought. Do you want to give him another comment here? Because I think that was an honest mistake. Yeah, it was certainly a mistake. Part. Skylar, are you still with us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. Um, so the reason the reason that he is appealing to the left is because of exactly what you guys said. He, he, he has full control over the right, and... And he doesn't have to worry about appealing to the right at this point. He's done things for gun rights, which, uh, you know, I, uh, uh, okay, cool. He's done things for some taxes, like they want the, the Democrats wanted to increase the, um, the highway tolls, and he vetoed that last minute. Like, I appreciate that. And I was, I was super into Nunu's Corner. Like, I just I want any, everybody to understand that. And now I see what he's doing, and he's pandering to the left. That's why he shut our state down. That's why he was super slow to open it back up. That's why he called this quote-unquote armed protester in his yard who was just a regular citizen who was on public property carrying a concealed firearm. That's why he made himself out to be a victim and his family to be a victim is because he's pandering to the left. Yeah, and he's a coward. He is is a full-blown little bitch, especially on Twitter, always complaining about how these people are a threat to him. I was like, dude, no one has threatened you. Oh, and he loves the federal government. I've seen him on his Twitter as well where he's just like filleting the federal government and, oh, give us money, Mm -hmm. give us money. I mean, he's pathetic. And uh, I'm glad you're fighting this, uh, Skylar. You're going to not take the plea deal on this. What's the status on your case? 
So we just um, we just pled not guilty and asked for a jury trial. Nice. Um, I my biggest win, to be completely honest, is if we can depose the governor, and that's going to be yes, the goal. That would be fantastic. Is to, is to get him on the is to get, get him, him on, on the stand, stand. and make him testify as to exactly oh, how he victimized God. him. Please keep us in the loop on this. I want to come there and record this video. I want this trial to be in person so I can be there to get a recording of it because we can't trust the state uh, to to do it. We need to do our own recording. Absolutely. Keep us updated. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. How are things going in your state? Are things getting easier, better? Have you really seen that many people dying from COVID-19? 603-283-61. Bitcoin.com is the best source for learning about cryptocurrency. Go there now. Click on Get Started at the top of the page. Once you do that, you'll find a cornucopia of information neatly organized for your needs. If you're a knowledgeable crypto user, check out news.bitcoin.com where you can get the latest headlines. Bitcoin.com is your source for buying cryptocurrency, getting a wallet app, mining, trading, and all the latest cryptocurrency news, all on a slick and easy-to-use website, all put together by the best Minds in the business to teach you about cryptocurrency. Bitcoin.com. Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. Talk radio that you control 603-283-6160 is the call in line at 603-283-6160 which tonight it's aria it's ian and conan and i was just looking up there are interesting rules about determining domicile which you have to have domiciled in new hampshire for seven years and seeing has the first fork fest i intended attended was in 2015 since i intended to domicile here Technically, I think I could run for governor. <laughs> I don't know. But it it would be interesting to find out. Not really something I think I want to pursue, but well, who knows what. Who nobody knows? could go for a second run. Our co-host That's who true. ran against Sununu in this last election and that, you know, running once gets you that first initial, you know, experience, maybe a little bit of name recognition. Running a second time, especially in an open race where there's no incumbent, might mean he'd get a little bit more attention. Yeah, aren't, aren't there still articles, you know, floating around, like fresh articles about nobody Are running there? for governor? I haven't seen anything fresh. I think there, I think there was one just recently. Really? One of, one of our uh, listeners uh, sent it to us. I missed that one. Hold on, let me, let me find it all while, right, while cool. we talk about something else. Yeah, I, 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 he did all right. I mean, considering that the media tried to completely exclude him from any kind of coverage sure. uh there was definitely some some interest in his campaign not nearly as much as i think the theme sort of deserved or the idea deserved i mean the idea of nobody running for governor is hilarious and there was a very small contingent of people who could appreciate it that even found out about it but if it was an open race where there's no incumbent maybe the Does media he intend to pay. run as a republican well, that's I, the thing. I'm done with the, the Republicans yeah. at this point. I mean, it, it was fun and it was worth it, but I'm I'm done. It's time to go back to being a libertarian and presumably good luck with those libertarians if, because you know there's a schism within the liberty movement over this masking thing. That's true. I mean, you've got even a former co-host here, Daryl Perry, on Free Talk Live has gone pro mask. Now that's probably because of Jackie, his wife. Uh, would be my guess, but uh, he's gone pro-mask, and he's not the only one within the Libertarian Party in party leadership, specifically in New Hampshire, that are pro-mask. 
So it's it's ugly. The Nick Sarwark, who's the former chairman of the National Libertarian Party, he now lives in New Hampshire. And you know, I wasn't opposed to him moving here. I think he's he's an all right person as far as you know, person to person. But he is like he's gone off pro mask and he is constantly posting on twitter about shaming yeah about mask um you know mask shaming stuff shaming those who are unmasked well i only ever liked him because of his snark in the first place and he's mm -hmm. really good at snark but other than that i don't really care what his opinions are but the democrats are kind of i don't know maybe i should run as a democrat they'd have to welcome me with open arms would they they? though Well, if they, would, if they didn't, they're transphobic, right? We've already, they don't want both that. Ian and I have run as Democrats. I think we both run as Republicans. Uh, uh-huh. Yes, but That's you're not true. trans. And, oh, and Libertarian. But we're we had, not trans. we had the opportunity. Yeah, we're not, we're not and trans. And we're not Satanists see this. So, I mean, you have all of that on your, in, your, in your game. And we didn't get involved <laughs> locally, Conan, when we were But you don't Democrat. wear a mask unless you have to, and that's going to hurt you. That's going to kill that's you. That's true. I don't yeah. care, man. That's true. Well, <laughs> well, maybe there needs to be somebody with that message in the, the Democrat side. I mean, that was That's the reason true. I ran as they a Democrat they can't for governor. See, they can't see that logic. No, they can't. I mean, but the reason I ran as a Democrat for governor was because, you know, I wanted to bring the message of liberty to the left. I mean, they deserve a chance to hear it, too. Well, the old you know, mantra, live and let live, you know, you know, the Democrats from 30 years mm-hmm. ago. Oh, that's not existent. It's it's. You, you, so those are the people you want to talk to, the old uh, hippie types. I'm well, not if, sure they can't see it, Conan. When I ran for sheriff, I did a lot of interviews with leftists, and I was able to convince them that it's the mask mandates that are specifically the problem. It's turning your Starbucks workers, your gas station workers into law enforcement officers that is the issue. And many of them agreed. Mm. It, so it's it, just fascism. a matter of finding the common ground and reaching them with that. And having that conversation with them, and that's the most important part. If you can just sit them down long enough... Uh, to convince them that there are other options, there are other ways to to think about this. Sometimes yes. that's all it takes. It's like like the fucking great right here in in Keene, where you know a restaurant that doesn't accept it, and, and they're not playing these stupid ball games. And people just they they probably walk in there, and they see they like Ian says, like they're walking back into twenty nineteen. It's like oh my god, this is an option. Well, plus I, she's a really interesting character too because she's actually a Jewish immigrant. So she's been through who 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 yeah who better to actually right. have this conversation? So she's got that on her in her in her right. In, so in what do the liberals say to somebody like that? Right, and you know as far as you Arya running for governor, you may may have earned enough brownie points with some of the more hardcore leftists when you ran as a Republican sheriff's candidate. You blew up in the in the news media. Uh, I mean nobody didn't even come to a fraction of what you did. And so it might be an interesting start of a gubernatorial run where you've got all this interesting history behind you and to see if the Democrats actually treat you worse than the Republicans because the Republicans fun. the Republicans were at least nice to your face. Now they weren't so nice apparently behind your back some of them. Would the Democrats actually be nicer or would they be even less tolerant than the Republicans? It'd be fun to find out. Yeah. Let's go to the phones. We got V Mystic calling. V Mystic, you're on Free Talk Live. First of all, I really miss Gene. He was an amazing guy and I Rest always enjoyed his perspective. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, secondly, yesterday there was a caller from California who was having a hard time not wearing masks. And I wanted to reach out an invitation to invite him to join our Freedom Cell, which is a Jefferson Freedom Cell. Where, and is up it in the Northern state of California. Jefferson? Well, that's 
that's kind of how it got its name, but mm-hmm. it's Jefferson Freedom Cell. We're definitely not associated with any state. No, but I mean, you've heard of the state of Jefferson, obviously. You know what that is? Can I you explain not. it for our listeners? We do. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do. Can you explain it for our are, listeners? Are you a part, and are you a part of that movement? Uh, the state of Jefferson is uh, a secession movement to mm-hmm. secede parts of California and Oregon to be their own state. And are you part of that movement? Uh, no, I'm an anarchist, so I don't want to be part of a state. Gotcha. But your group is named after but, uh, it? Is that coincidental? It's Jefferson Freedom Cell, because the area here is associated with that with that kind of movement. But we didn't want to use a state name. So. All right, so how can this person who's frustrated find your Freedom Cell? So they can go to freedomcells.org and look for us there. And what do and you guys do? Group. I mean, is We've it just... met in person. Um, oh, okay. We meet to um, discuss voluntarism and agorism, and we get together and we actually do agorism and buy and sell things with each other. Wow. I've actually bought cryptocurrency with gold backs. Huh. That's pretty cool. That's very cool. Well, thank you so much for the call. It's always great to hear about what other activists are doing in other pl- yeah, places. Yeah, we don't hear it often enough, honestly. It's frustrating that you, I mean, honestly, you could probably achieve so much more if you just moved to New Hampshire and joined us. Well, I mean, know, it's something. Our I mean, at least, at least the Freedom Cells exist to, to help give people a group that they can at least talk to. Uh, obviously, California is a pretty big place, but he's, I guess, specifically talking about Northern California here. I mean, he did say they got together in real life, that they're actually buying and selling from each other. So it sounds like a nice thing to for people to have that they haven't had before uh, beyond whatever Libertarian Party meetings. And, and those were always just bitch fests where people complained about how bad things were. I expect that's a lot of what goes on in Freedom Cells as well. But I don't honestly know because we're doing so much here in New Hampshire. I mean, we have a Freedom Cell, but I don't think anybody talks in it very often. It's there, but... I didn't even know it was there. Yeah. We're, we're so busy with so many different projects. There's so much activism going on here. I don't think we really need the, the Freedom Cell. Mm-mm. I mean, there's we got, different... We got Telegram. Yeah, there's different... Tele, well, t- this, that's what Freedom Cells are. They're just oh, Telegram wow. groups, okay. um, at least from what I've seen so far. Well, right. then we, I guess we have one of those, or multiple We've got a ton of, of Telegram yeah. groups here. In fact, uh, I just saw that the Porcupine Freedom Festival has adopted Telegram as their official communications method for this year, so kudos really? to them. Yeah, that it's is a good, good choice. Yeah. Until, yeah. They, until they throw us out. Who, Telegram? Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. They uh, the telegrams run by a Russian anarchist. Well, I mean, but, uh, and his servers, they're not in the United States. That'll help. Yeah, the that's whole... why they couldn't subpoena them during the Chris Canwell trial. Isn't that something? The way uh, how things turn around, how the pendulum swings. It seems like you know, just hearing stories from dictator-run Russia, it almost seems like things are better over there. No, they're not. I, well, I agree with that, but I mean... Telegram doesn't run servers in Russia either. No. <laughs> they don't want the Russian government to have uh, jurisdiction over their stuff either. Isn't that why they left Russia? Because Russia attempted to get some information from them. Did he leave Russia? I didn't know that. I, well, Telegram did. Correct. They have no servers there, but I, I believe Pavel Durov may still be there. I don't know. 603-283-6160. That's the call in line. You can call in and talk about anything you want. It's Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control. 603-283-6160 is the call-in number. You can talk about anything you want. 
603-283-6160 with you tonight. It's Aria, Conan, and Ian. And we started the show talking about, you know, why you shouldn't think for yourself. I mean, there's just there's just too much bad information out there, and you have to trust the authorities and the New York Times <laughs> to tell you what to think and what to do. But that's not without its dangers. And Conan, you have a terrific story about just how dangerous it is when people don't think for themselves. Highlighting the uh, importance of what you're saying. Yes, very, uh, uh, very uh, important. But uh, it's but it's horrible. It, it is, is absolutely this is, this is one of those stories you start to hear and it's, you start to question whether it's even real or not. But I did verify. I did seem this. I was at the. Uh, Toronto Times, and they covered this same story. This is from someone's blog, MRC TV. Peel Health, and that's P E E L Health, the local public health department of Peel, Ontario, is backtracking a policy mistake it made after facing widespread public backlash. I think it's important to point out that this wasn't a like an accident. It's not like they accidentally did this. They, they printed brochures. This yes. was not a mis- this was thought out. This was planned. The only mistake was they didn't understand how the public would react to they it. They misread the public like it, like it seems a lot of of powerful elites in this country have also done and some and a lot of them have gotten away with it. But you can only push the sheeples so far before they start turning into to either, you know, rams with horns or even wolves themselves and they start fighting back and biting back this is what happens but this actually let us discuss what actually took place that mistake was telling parents to quarantine their preschool and elementary age children alone in their room for 14 days if they came into contact with someone who later tests positive for covid not that that they were sick not that they were uh, needed to go to the hospital or just coming back from the hospital, but they were infected, which uh, in this country and everywhere else just means that you took the stupid PCR test and it said that you were, in fact, uh, you somewhere in your body, you have trace elements of this uh, infection in you, uh, but not not necessarily that you're sick or that you're going to spread the disease, but that you are infected. But in is, this case, it's for people who they came in contact with. So even, the, even, even if worse, they're not infected, even worse. They have to go to their room for 14 days. Remember how, I mean, did you guys have parents that ever sent you to your room as punishment? Like that was one that my parents did to me and it's, it was not, it was not a cool thing. Like you're, you're being not, separated yeah, for 14 from, days yeah. of that. <laughs> like it's not fun for an hour as a kid, Well, we for 14 days. Well, we didn't have gadgets whenever we were, you know, sent to our rooms. I don't know True. what you had. So if you got sent to your room, it was. I don't think the gadgets are going to help a four year old who gets sent to their room to quarantine for 14 days. But I mean, it's even, but it's, but it's not as bad as it was, but yeah, still, uh, especially it doesn't matter days. how old you are going. It's almost like you're being punished for what? For, for somebody for, else, for getting someone sick? else getting sick. Yeah. And it's also worth pointing out that again, Peel Health, the public health department of Ontario isn't saying, Oh, Hey, we're sorry, we were incorrect, and you shouldn't do this. Oh, we're sorry you reacted badly to this, so let us change it now. Yeah. So it's not science-based from the beginning. It's based on what they think they can get away with without the public overreacting. Wouldn't you know, none of this is science-based. Masks, not science-based. There's no, there's no studies that actually prove that they're effective. No, the, 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 the vaccine. All of the data shows exactly the opposite. Qu- quarantine, isolation, and... isolating all, everyone, c- closing down businesses, restaurants. None of this is scientifically proven that th- that's had any effect. No, it's proven that it had no effect whatsoever. Now it is. 
But all of these were steps down the path towards locking your kids away from you. I mean, that's what this has come to and, now. And uh, uh, vaccine passes mm-hmm. to get on the plane, to, oh, yeah. to, to leave your plantation, to go visit another plantation. Have you seen the video from the Los Angeles School District? I have not. It's If you want to pull it up later, it's in my uh, chat there on, on Telegram. It's, I think, the second to last message that I... Uh, that I sent here before the show tonight. And it is like, it's one of those like cutesy animated videos where it shows this kid going uh, to to class and they've got this like special pass that uh, that they're going, you know, to use and force uh, down people's throats. And it's, there it is right there, that video. Uh, it's ridiculous. It's, ba- it's baby steps. And you yeah. know what? They got to get the kids because there's too many of us oldsters. They're like, yeah, this is stupid. And it and it is, mm-hmm. but if they but if they ram it down these kids' throats, it's just like the Pledge of Allegiance in this country. Sure, you know who it was first introduced to the Boy Scouts. Is that right? The kids, the schools, uh, because there were too me. many Civil War vets who were like, "Screw this damn country, yep. screw this country," and that is why that's why the, all of this, all the Knights of Columbus and all those statues, all these Civil War statues went up all around mm-hmm. the same time, early 1900s. It was because you had socialists who wanted to you, who wanted to uh, defeat. All of the all the anger. Well, the pledge was all, all of the rebe- all the rebels. I don't think that's why the Confederate statues went up. But here and I know that if you look around this country, the only thing you see are Civil War statues. Where? Why? Why don't we here in, in Keene? One in Keene. Why in Keene? Why do we have a damn Civil War statue? Why don't we have one of the founders or something up there? Who actually founded this know. country? Why do we have someone who basically every time I see that statue, you know what I see? Don't question your government. Don't ever try to leave this uh, leave this bad relationship. Don't ever try to divorce us because we will, will destroy you. you. That's what I see when I see all these Civil War statues all over the damn country. It's sickening. Well, no doubt, but let's get back into this article. <laughs> the Peel Health Department had issued flyers to parents of schoolchildren, including preschoolers as young as four, containing guidelines for their kids returning to school. Among these was the stipulation that if a child has had contact with someone who tests positive Afterward, the child must self-isolate, which means stay in a separate room, eat in a separate room apart from others, use a separate bathroom if, if possible, adding, if the child must leave their room, they should wear a mask and stay two meters apart wow. from others. And there is a, here's, the, here's the copy of the brochure, and it says exactly that. This is, this is what you should Insane. do. Sent out to the parents, probably texted an email to them as well. Why do they refer to this as self-isolation? Because the kids aren't isolating themselves. No four-year-old is going to volunteer voluntarily put themselves in isolation Absolutely for not. 14 days. I, voluntarily punish themselves? It's, Hell no. It's involuntary isolation. This, all, they, all of this is countrywide isolation. Uh, lockdown is not voluntary, in well, my opinion. There's only, a, there's only a few crazies out there that are all about it. Well, the self-isolation, what they mean is the government isn't forcing this upon them. The parents are choosing to do this to their children. They're choosing yes. this. Yes, but they think they're not accountable because they're just following government orders. So they're, they're not actually the ones torturing their children, right? No. Right. When they're that's, little kids, that's, that's what they tell themselves. Yeah, when their child grows up and becomes a uh, bizarre, you know, bizarre, distorted version American of American psycho, or in this uh, case, Canadian psycho, they can go to their parents and complain about it, and their mom can just say, "Oh, I'm sorry, son. They told me to do it, and I just do everything I'm told to do." Here's a tweet, a tweet, ostensibly from a woman in which province was this? Ontario, Ontario, Ontario province. She says, "I have my seven. She says, "Us too. I have my seven-year-old in isolation downstairs. He keeps messaging me on Facebook Messenger, Mommy, I'm lonely." 
My five-year-old wrote in his journal entry today that he's sad because his brother isn't here. I set up a baby monitor to let the eight-year-old ask for things. The five-year-old is using it to talk to the eight-year-old. Although she just said seven-year-old. I don't know how many kids she has. Apparently she's got more than one child in isolation. This is proof the Milgram experiment is not an experiment. It is it is fact. The what experiment? The Milgram experiment where people obey people with uniforms. 603-283-6160. What do you think about this horror show? Look, I'm sorry, but you're in for a world of pain if you use Koinomi. The reason is their wallet doesn't support payments. The solution is simple. Let them hear your voice. Message Koinomi on Twitter. It takes five seconds and tell them any pay sent you because they're on the fence right now. And your voice will prove that people care about using Bitcoin for payments. Go tweet at Koinomi now or even better, leave a review in the app store. They really pay attention there. Thanks. It's Free Talk Live, 603-283-6160. That's the call-in line, 603-283-6160. And we've heard some good news tonight, or relatively good news, from Mississippi and Texas, ending their lockdowns and their mask mandates. And then we're hearing just horrific news out of Ontario, where they're suggesting... They suggested with straight faces that parents quarantine four-year-old children for two weeks locked in their bedrooms without contact with other people. And I cannot even begin to imagine what that level of isolation will do to permanently traumatize a four-year-old child. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if any of these people at the Ministry of Health here in, uh, in Canada have kids. And if they, and it, 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 because I'm hoping they don't. They don't. It's the psychological. So is the psychological damage to a four-year-old spending two weeks in isolation worth even saving your grandmother's life at that point? <laughs> right. I mean, you are destroying a four-year-old any, for life. Any grandparent worth their salt would be like, yeah, you know what? Don't do that. Don't do that. I, if you need to take me out and, sh- and take me out to the shed, <laughs> right. take old granddad out, I'll, I'll give my life for this. the rest of this kid's life. He's, yep. This kid is going to be messed up for life, for four, sure. 14 days. That's all it takes. I mean, kids rebound. Kids are rubbery. They they mm-hmm. will rebound. But I'm telling you what, you you. you yeah, but trauma never goes away. It's it's going to get buried. It's going to get buried in the back somewhere, and it might come out when they're thirty, and it might they might repeat the the incident on their kids. So the re, so the cycle just gets repeated. It gets worse though. And Ian, you brought in this video from um, the Los Angeles Unified School District, and I, I want to play it for people because it's just absolutely. Bizarre. Just the first 20 seconds that I saw, I was like, no, we, we have to listen to this on the air. And of course, you can't see it, but the commentary... It, well, you d- can describe the animation style and, you know... Sure. It's this cutesy, super lame... There's never been anything like this virus in our lifetime. Often, it's hard to see the effects it's having on our children. It is very bad Has animation. Has this conversation taken place in your home? Mom, I'm scared about going back to school. I don't want to get sick, and I don't want to get you and Dad sick. Our scientists it used tell to, us hold on. It used to be, I'm scared of going to school because my teacher's going to touch me, or I'm going <laughs> to get beaten up by a bully, or whatever. I mean, so kids have had a lot of reasons to not want to go to school for a long time, because government school sucks. Uh, but instead of using this as an opportunity to get their kids out of school, the, the people, the status, they're fighting over whether the school should be open or closed. 
And so now... The, 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 the teachers union don't even want to go back to work because they'd rather not go back to work sure, but and, that's get, a pay, what and get a paycheck for but, the next year. Yeah, and, but that's what everybody gets all caught up in. So now you've got the people on the right who are saying, no, open the schools. We need to send our kids back to these propaganda centers. And then the people on the left are saying, no, we don't want to work. Keep the schools closed. But either way, no one is saying, don't ever open the schools again. Abolish the schools. Yeah. Don't send your kids to the schools. Parents is your perfect opportunity to get out. So now Los Angeles School District has a proposal to help keep kids safe at school. And by the way, this kid talking about how I don't want to look bad at school because I don't want to get you guys sick. Where, the, where is he Where is he hearing all of this? Or, or her, or whoever it I is. I wanted to call attention to that as well. I'm glad you brought it up. Mm. Where, where, it, do, where, where do they get this messaging from? Well, from the media. from mm-hmm. not, And from their parents. But, but they're not going to school. They're at home all day. Their parents are at work. They're just stuck at home. So where are they getting it? Is it social media? Is it, well, it's everywhere. It's, I mean, if you've watched any television at all within the last year, it, it's propagandized it's everywhere. Don't it's kids non-stop. know how to ad block? Even, or is it are this are we talking about no, YouTube tele- YouTube television? Ads. Which, you know, the 35 hours a week is what the average American spends watching television. They're being bombarded with this know, propaganda. I didn't know kids constantly. watch TV anymore. Maybe they don't. Kids are actually at 40 hours per week. Really? I thought that was of like... television? Yeah, but yeah. it's like YouTube and stuff, and it's like... Wait, are they counting... You, hold on. Are they counting YouTube as television? I do not know. Because they don't even have Saturday morning cartoons anymore, They've so they're not be. watching cartoons. But this cartoons. crap is still there on It's still YouTube on YouTube, well. yeah. This is everywhere. Amongst popular culture, this is everywhere. Now, I don't watch television, but, you know, we used to go to a bar pretty regularly here over the last years. Sadly, they closed uh, due to various different circumstances, but they always had TVs on in that bar, and whether it be on the sports channels or the news channels, it's nonstop uh, Oh, propaganda. yeah, I listened to the uh, one of the local rock stations here. They got their own damn COVID jingle. It's the COVID-19 update. Oh, Jesus. It's, That's what I'm talking about. It's, it's just like it's that. It's, it's like it's so cheery, and what do they do? They go right into the... This is how many people died in Vermont and New Hampshire today. This right. is how many people are in the hospital. Rah! Well, imagine, the. you're asking where they get this. A lot of these kids are still going to school virtually, right? So they're still going into the classroom. They're still getting whatever dose of propaganda the government is giving to yeah. them. They're just getting it virtually. There are three things we must do to stay safe. Wear masks, make sure we social distance, and wash our hands. And now, your school, with the help of Microsoft Corporation... Oh, this is off to a promising start yeah. now. I would point a out that if people marriage. wash their hands more often, then they wouldn't have to do the first two things, even if they were scientifically Microsoft valid. Corporation, Bill Gates. This is his dream. That's right. This is his dream come true. This is his sim world. Los Angeles. Where he gets to control everything, and the first thing he's going to do is going to give you, he's going to prevent you from leaving your plantation when you're not supposed to, and the best way to do that is to force some mRNA vaccines down your throat. Well, in and, this case, it's the hall pass. This make you get, a, make a, you get a special hall pass. Yeah, this is a new hall pass. Has created another. Introducing Daily Pass, your exclusive ticket for safely going back to school. Oh, God. Each week, you can schedule your free on-campus COVID test. Each week. The results are Each week, a COVID test every week. This is what they're doing at Keene State College. They're doing multiple a week, aren't they? At least once a week. If it's more, it wouldn't surprise me. But I, think I think it was minimum, three a week last semester. I don't know what it is they got to get rid of it. The damn PCR test is so ridiculous. I, I thought the CDC came down and, 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 and stated, and the FDA stated that the cycles, are using, you're cycling these up too many times. They moved it down, didn't they? On uh, Biden's on inauguration, they moved the cycles down. The day, the day yeah. of the inaugura- inauguration is when the... Right, the, the cases started coming. So there down. are going to be fewer cases, but they're still testing left and right. So once a week testing, and the testing, from what I've heard, is not pleasant. It depends I've on which one it is, because the Chinese are doing it via uh, the, anal, the swab. anal swab. 
But I, I, if I understand, so I guess it depends on your definition of pleasant. If I under, <laughs> <laughs> if I understand correctly, they're not forcing that toothpick all the way down and and basically touching your brain. What I want to know is if this virus is so contagious, why do they have to go so far into your nose in order to find it, traces and, of and it and touch your brain? Yeah, unless that's for, unless that's the point, unless there's mm. something, unless that. Free lobotomies for all. <laughs> Unless there's something on that Q-tip, then they're actually trying. Yeah. To, I, don't I don't know. I wouldn't put I anything trust past him. the government. I don't trust this vaccine at all. Eating your daily pass, and if you choose to take your test off campus, you can post the results in your daily pass. And the moment vaccinations are available, you'll simply be able to schedule yours through your daily pass. By the way, I this just is all, hate this, this is all di- This is all <laughs> digital. This is all in your phone or something. Yeah, it appears to yeah. be an app of some sort. It's a Microsoft functioning you know microsoft program system that the los angeles school district is saying now you have to have a daily pass you've got to check out you've got to answer questions about your health and that's what they're going to get to here in just a moment every single day in order to even get into uh, to school and have a weekly test 10 years ago i took my uh, my daughter overslept and so i had to drive her into school and uh I, i walked her into the the office there and i'm standing there she she scampered off and I'm like, dude, is there anything I have to, to sign? You know, she's late and whatnot. She says, oh, no, we take care of that. It's just a fingerprint. And I was like, I was like, what? I was like, what? Oh, yeah, we have a little thumb scanner here. They just, the kids just put their fingers down, yep. and that proves bing, that they're bing. in the school. Done. I'm like, when did I? I didn't approve any of this. He's like, oh, this, it's Doesn't been in matter. effect for two years. Yeah. Oh, you didn't go I to never, all the PTA? I never got, I never got you, that memo. You didn't go to all the PTA meetings and spend hours and hours and hours of your life arguing with all See, the other parents? We it, just it, did it a turns roll out, call. It turns out, that, yeah, we did roll calls, yeah. Sure. But I mean, it turns out they, every single bus in the fleet had them. They had them oh, right there on the bus. Wow. So you, you get on the bus and you, wow. you thumbprint in. This was in New Hampshire? This was, no, this was in Kentucky. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry yeah, Tennessee. But I mean, yeah, all of this is cumulative. This, this is little steps, little baby steps. And before you know it, uh, there, you get your... your the thumb is taking your blood, by the sample, way, and checking your DNA, and it's Gattaca style. And then, and then before you know it, if you, if you uh, it's what style? It's a movie. Gattaca is where they, if you are a DNA lesser, a lesser human being, you are left to janitoring, mm-hmm. where all the super, the superhumans, the Aryans, get to have the spaceship jobs. It's pretty, it's a pretty sick movie, and it's actually, it's, I think it's foretelling that this is where we might be moving to. What do you think? Is Conan right or wrong? 603-283-6160 is the call line. We're going to continue this music from the Los Angeles School District because it is oh, absolutely is horrifying. Terrible. 603-283-6160. This is Free Talk Live. 603-283-6160 is the call in line. You can call in, talk about anything you want. 603-283-6160. And you can join us this year and other liberty-minded volunteers, anarchists, and libertarians from June the 28th through July the 4th at Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. Fork Fest is the week after the Porcupine Freedom Festival or the week of the Porcupine Freedom Festival and the week after the Porcupine Freedom Festival. It all depends on who you ask because Fork Fest is decentralized, so no one is in charge. It also means there's no ticket cost. All you have to do is reserve your camping site, your RV site, or motel room with Rogers Campground for June the 28th through July the 4th. And there isn't a better way to celebrate Independence Day than around other freedom-loving activists in the Shire. 
You can find out more about it by visiting ForkFest.party. There's links to the unofficial ForkFest forum and the unofficial Telegram chat. Again, you can find it all at ForkFest.party. So mark your calendar for June the 28th through July the 4th. ForkFest.party. We will see you there. Well, Conan, I don't think you'll be there. You've never gone, have you? To ForkFest? Yes. No, just regular old porky Porcupine Fest. Well... Fork Fest is its own animal. I would definitely yeah. recommend it. If you're feeling depressed, get on out to Fork I Fest. I do it just fine in the middle of the summer <laughs> when, when the garden is kicking in All and right. I got all that sunshine. Oh no, it's there's no problem then. It's just it's, no, Feb- it's, nice, it's February. It's nice to be around uh, maybe a couple hundred people that don't. I could put only a mask on. I could only handle so much of you anarchists, crazy, <laughs> crazy people out there doing what you do around the campfire. You know. Oh man, it's a good time. I believe it. Is, I yeah, believe it. it. I uh, but I've, I'm getting older. I'm settling. I'm starting to settle down. <laughs> well, let's go to the phones. We've got Stefan calling from Georgia. Stefan, you're on Free Talk Live. Yes, I called to um, comment on a couple of things, more specifically some of the things I've heard from Conan in the last 20 minutes regarding COVID-19. Okay. So, first of all, he was saying it was possible when they do the swab test, and it's basically, he said it's basically touching your brain. Well, we've had the science figured out for a long time. I suggest you crack open a book that was written 160 years ago. It's called Gray's Anatomy. And anybody who has read the book and has taken it in would know that it's impossible for these swabs to even reach the brain unless you suffer from a condition known as intracranial hypertension where there's already a hole in your cribriform plate. And if that was the case, you'd already have so many other symptoms going on that your doctor wouldn't even consider giving you a COVID test. Second well, I'll all, tell you what, whatever it is that's in there, I don't want something touching it unnecessarily. So, screw them. definitely not harmful for them to take the swab. But also, Conan, Does you it feel said good? that it was around the time that Joe Biden was inaugurated, the day he was inaugurated, that COVID-19 cases began to fall. Well, this is also demonstrably false because this was happening a little bit before he was inaugurated. This was early January. Not not the not the stats that I'm looking at, but maybe you maybe you're yeah. looking at a different chart. From what I understand, the order to reduce the number of uh, cycles on the PCR test came out the same day that Biden was elected. I was referring to the amount of cases that have been documented in right. total. The reason why you've now, seen it falling from- since that time is because of the likely due to the PCR test cycles uh, going down. So they're more li- they're less likely to have false positives because of that. I was going to ask: Are any of you have any of you had a COVID test at any point? God no! Why would I not getting one? Why the hell would I do that to myself? Well, I was required to for my work for Oof. quite a while there, and it's really not that big of a deal. And I think a lot sure of it, it has to do with people that it's a big no, deal not. because a bunch of people are being told what to do, and they're lining up like obedient little serfs and doing everything they're told to do. Now, look, if you got to do it for your job or whatever, and you you know you're not willing to take a new career, I get it. Uh, but uh, all these people being so obedient, that's why we're the things are as bad as they are right now. And, I would also argue that you're on a list. list and you're on a list in the United States that mandates testing. What's that? that there are, and I Is plan to get into that. Anywhere in the United States that mandates you get the swab. Uh, there, there absolutely are. In fact, the state of New Mexico is being sued over that, and I'm planning to talk about it later. But it, the you say the COVID nineteen test isn't a big deal. It is if you don't consent to it, and I don't consent to it. You don't have to consent to it. Civilians aren't being lined up. They're not going door to door and rounding people up 
in an attempt to test people for COVID nineteen. No, they're just they a bunch, no, they're just having a bunch of corporations which employ a large chunk of the United States population shove it down people's throats, or else they get fired. That is the rules of the corporation. I mean, I thought yeah, we and they're all tools here. of the Are government. This isn't rules? a free market, dude. Where the hell have you been? Yeah, Are you in favor of all this stuff? Stefan, we haven't heard from I'm you in saying, a long time. Are you in favor of uh, all the masks and stuff? Are you one of those people? In fact, this situation is most most of what's brought me away from volunteerism and become more of a civil libertarian by and large. What's that mean? Because I was told for years by this community, oh, we don't need a state, because if we don't have a state, we can handle this all on our own. And meanwhile, 500,000 people are dead. Which shows nothing. Oh my God! People died, and it has nothing to do with the state. And it has nothing. Did they die of COVID, or did they have? Did they also have COVID and died of something else? Because even because even the CDC has come out. Even the CDC has come out and said that those numbers are not accurate. Hold on, Stefan has a question. I'll ask you a question for people who bring this up. If I have a thoracic aortic aneurysm, which is a which is a dilation of the thoracic aorta, and a car hits me. And it causes my aortic aneurysm to rupture, and I go into shock and die. What I what killed me, the thoracic aortic aneurysm, or the guy that hit me with a car? Obviously, the guy hit. Well, hold on, did you? So you didn't die from the aneurysm. You died from the car crash, correct? No, I'm asking. That's what, what killed you, you. Think if I already had an aneurysm and I got hit by the car, what killed me? Uh, it depends on what killed you first. <laughs> That's a stupid no, question. I'm saying, this is what. People bring if, up you had, if you had a heart attack and you yet. also had COVID-19 via a PCR test that's faulty, you died of a heart attack. You didn't die from COVID. If you died in no, a, a, a motorcycle wreck and you had COVID-19 because of the faulty PCR test, you died of a motorcycle accident. Hey, Stefan, how many people have, and I think you work in the healthcare uh, in, field, but how many people in your life personally have died from COVID? Four. Okay. Who are they? My grandmother, my uncle Tony, but he was obese, so I guess he doesn't count. Nope. And a couple of coworkers. Okay, so you've had four people die from COVID. Now, of course, we've seen the COVID numbers are dramatically inflated. They'll give uh, was it a papaya? I think tested positive and a goat for, uh, for COVID. There's people who've tested. Uh, Elon Musk got four tests for COVID. Two were positive. Two were negative. You had this rapper uh, who tested each nostril, and one was positive, and one was right? negative. I think it was Arika Badu or whatnot. Yeah. By the way, your COVID numbers, it peaked the week of the inauguration. It peaked. That's when it started to go down. So the next, the following week after the 6th, it was the 6th, right? Uh, the inauguration was the 20th. All right. Actually, so actually it peaked, uh, it looks like the 12th. That's where it was at its highest point. And then, and then it starts, to, day, and then it starts to go down. And this is from the CDC.gov. So what is a civil libertarian? You said that it was all this that drove you away from voluntarism, I think it was, into civil libertarianism. What does that mean? Uh, civil libertarianism is basically, it follows the non-aggression principle as far as your civil rights go. You can do whatever you'd like so long as it does not affect other people. And I'm sorry, if you're responsible for spreading a pathogen, that does affect other people. So what does that mean as far as those of us who actually want to live free and walk around like normal people with, uh, without being forced to wear masks? It really depends. Are you putting yourself in a public establishment? Which All the time. Other people who are you think you should be able to shoot me? Uh, who said I should be able to shoot I'm you? I'm asking you, what should be able to happen? 
Uh, I do believe that. I personally would impose a fine of at least $2,500 because if you hit people in the wall, if they actually listen to you. Okay. I thought you said you believe that people could do what they want as long as they don't harm anyone. And how is that that not aggression? He actually actually didn't even say without harming them. He said without even affecting them. Mm Mm-hmm. So what about the what about no, the influenza I'm, that we've been dealing with our whole lives? By the way, it's non-existent. It's down to like four hundred cases this year. We yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, it it's like four. It's like four hundred cases this whole year. It's we've like it, it is non-existent. The, the same thing happened. With You've never had four hundred cases ago. of the flu in a year in the past ever, ever. It's a phenomenon that's being looked at. The same thing happened. Oh my with god, dude! Can you I, hear yourself? I know because of social distancing and masks. That's per, that is that is completely wiped influenza right off the map. But COVID, nobody said still, that. Yes, they. That's that exactly what they're saying. Is extremely nuanced. <laughs> that is exactly what they're saying. Mainstream crap news. Do you actually believe the words yeah. coming out of your mouth, or are you just trolling? No, I am listening to individuals who are in the medical field. Oh, it's more well, me too. Than you think it is. We've let we've listened to people in the medical field, and they, you know what? They say different things, huh? They have and, different and by, opinions. By, wow! Imagine that. Isn't that opinions, why they say get a research. second opinion? Their opinions. Have you ever heard get a second opinion? When you go to one doctor, he says a thing. Another doctor might say a different thing. Stephen, thank you so much for the interesting call. Uh, wow. you, you mentioned research. I think it was Reason.com that did a lengthy article about the various data and studies. And, I mean, they showed definitively, beyond any reasonable doubt whatsoever, that the mask mandates, the social distancing, and the lockdowns have achieved nothing. This is Free Talk Live. Do you feel like your nation, state, or community no longer holds your values? Have you dreamt of a place where people agree that liberty is important and are free to pursue their projects so long as they respect the property of others? There are many people just like you that are discovering FreePrivateCities.com. Their social media links are at the upper right of the page at FreePrivateCities.com. All skill levels will be needed when the first of the Free Private Cities opens. It's sooner than you think. Stop arguing and build. FreePrivateCities.com Free Talk Live. Final hour here of Free Talk Live. You're welcome to call in, join the show, talk about whatever you want. 603-283-6160 is the call in line. That's 603-283-6160. With you tonight, it's Aria, Ian, and Conan. And, of course, we've been talking about COVID-19 and the hopefully inevitable demise of COVID-19. Evidently, it killed the flu. I haven't actually looked at hard numbers, but you say it's 400 cases of the flu. And before that, it was like, what, between twenty and 60,000 a year in the U.S., and now it's 400? Now, I was recently sick. I mean, just, just, just wrap your damn... People, wrap your head around that. Is it because... We've been social distancing, and because of all the masks, because that's what mainstream media will tell you. Well, if that was the Congratulations. case, it would also, you know, be doing something about COVID. Would exactly. It not? So, where's the logic? Why is COVID so prelevant? Because it's because it's so much of a nastier, more infectious disease, or is it just what it is? Corona. Well, which it's is a cold. coronavirus, which has been around for at least twenty years, and probably even longer than that. It's not a new thing. This this variant might be new, but it's not new. No, and it's 
hilarious in hindsight seeing all of these articles about how oh this new strain of the virus it, it evades the vaccine or whatever it's like well yeah oh, the, the, we you, knew this was going to happen you because mean the, the new mutant strains that fauci keeps talking about you yeah. gotta you gotta watch out for the new mutants well i mean they're everywhere and we knew this was going to happen because it's a variant of the common cold and the entire reason we don't have a vaccine for the common cold is that it's constantly mutating and evolving too fast for us to keep up with correct but no one's talking about what you actually should do which is and, wash your freaking hands. Well, they do say that a lot, but they're not saying, hey, how about some vitamin D? How about some vitamin C? How about going out in the sun and getting some nice sunshine? How about actually well, going out right and now. talking to your fellow human being and touching, shaking their hands and getting maybe getting spat on from some little bit of spittle when they're talking to you? Because that's how you build your immune system, which, by the way, is pretty pretty good pretty stuff. Good. I mean, pretty, if you, pretty good. If you, right. Your immune system's so good that if you actually do catch COVID, like if you really do catch it, you'll beat it. You'll beat it, and that's and a lot of people certainly. and a lot of people who have had it who had the PCR test yeah. have it, PCR tested positive. They don't even know they had it. Sure, who's dying from COVID? It's people in nursing homes. It's old people. Right. It's obese people. It's people who are going to die from something else, anyways. Right. The, the 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 actual numbers from the CDC of people who have actually died of nothing but COVID. Is only like what ten percent of the pe- five hundred thousand people like that last caller who used to be a good libertarian voluntarist person have who, who wants lost to, who wants their to minds. Fi- who wants to fine you twenty five hundred yeah. if you even go out without your COVID pass has lost they've lost their minds and it's so sad what's happened to uh, the libertarian movement over this it's, it is it said the whole the whole damn human race it said and it yeah. well yeah we we were talking nothing is sadder about the human race than how. The, the entire internet just spent a week arguing about the potato gender habit. of a potato toy. Yeah, sure. Nothing means that humanity is more doomed than that. I, well, I think they're trying to take their minds off of all of this nonsense. All of this, this With is, more this, nonsense! Ex- ex- exactly. Exactly. Because it's, 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 like, it's like Hollywood nonsense. It's like... I, I want to discuss it's, this it's, briefly. It's, it's, almost, it's almost not even real. It's so stupid. It's almost like watching no, a movie. No, no, no. It's so stupid. No, because it's, it it's is escape. real. It is real. The These people are so privileged, so insane, <laughs> and so overly obnoxiously privileged that they have nothing better to do than argue about the gender of head. a toy. Yeah. Well, let's talk about... Can Kim- you imagine being that privileged on the same day, on the same week, in the right. same month that President... O- no, it was the same day. On the same day that Biden dropped bombs in Syria, mm-hmm, Twitter mm-hmm. and Facebook erupted into a war about the gender of a potato. That's right. It's There's just, nothing more privileged no, than that. It, no, area. No, it makes perfect sense. It's distraction. Yes, th- they the have puppet, the privilege of the pup, being distracted the from masters, the fact that Biden just dropped bombs on innocent people. The puppet masters have distracted the, the masses, the two tribes, the three tribes maybe, from thinking about what is actually taking place. People are dying brown sandy people over in another in another world are dying because of missiles that we paid for well i didn't pay for it I well they, they took the mo- they, they took the money out of my damn paycheck Fair so point. Mm-hmm. yeah i paid for it i did i don't believe in it i don't agree with it but yeah the money came from my from my ass and uh and it, instead of caring about that what did the internet care about Potato Mr. Head, potato Head. Potato Head Jenner. Or Mrs. Potato Head. Or Zer Potato Head. Or whatever freaking genderless Zer. pronoun you want to use for a freaking potato toy. And, that, and, and, and when that didn't work, what did they do? They moved on to Dr. Seuss. 
Let's that, argue that's, about that's, Dr. Seuss that's, now. Yes, that's the new one. And it's what is all it, what are they saying about Dr. Seuss? They, what is like six six books have been removed from uh, from, from, pub, from publication? Really? And the Southern Poverty Law Center or whatever they're called are saying six isn't enough. You need to take out these books from him as well. Oh my god, I didn't even hear about when this it, one. I, and I was thinking I was thinking about that. So, so, so supposedly some of the characters are racially insensitive. And are I'm we going to cancel I'm, Superman? Because the original Superman comics from like the 30s and 40s were super racist. Who's the last guy? Who's the Witcher character? The Witcher actor? He's out. Um, I don't know. He's out there. Uh, they have a new. They have a new Superman uh, uh, director. It's probably going to be so and so. What's his name? And uh, a, new, <laughs> a new a new a new writer. And we're probably going to get a black Superman next. Because I'm, I'm, fine, I'm fine with that. that. It's because <laughs> because but but but. but if, yeah, if it makes sense, if it's something that's needed to be done. But I mean, no one ever said the Krypton, the Kryptonians or whatever they're called had to be white. I mean, why would they be? Who cares? They should I, I was, be. They, about, they would probably be purple or gray. I was about or to say his dad was black, but that was James Earl Jones, and that's that's. Uh, but no, Mark no Gamble. doubt people will argue over that stupid crap too when it happens. It's coming. Yep. But yeah, but this is all about cancel culture, and I was thinking about this today about. See, what, what, what is it? What is what's it really about? And it it to me, it's just. It's 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 the normies, the people who are just working regular jobs. Normies. It's the Karens, the Karens of the world who are just normal women who have you know maybe they they might have been or maybe not were cheerleaders in high school and they you know had they had their little cliques and whatnot, and and it's turned into this, which is basically oh, it goes it's, it's, it's basically bull. No, it's bullying. I don't know sure. that I can it's agree. Bullying. Yeah, it is, and absolutely. it's and it's like it's like you have it's like. I can't go to work and tell everyone what to do because I'm not the boss, but I can come home from work, I can put my feet up, I can get online, and I could bully the hell out of everyone about just anything that bothers me. I could just pick things out of the hat. I can, you know, I could just find whatever, and this is my excuses, this is my out, this is my escape. Well, being the boss doesn't necessarily prevent people from doing that, and I can tell you some stories about some coworkers I have, but I'm not sure I can agree because... You do have authors like J.K. Rowling, who, you know, created the Harry Potter series, who I refuse to support now because she's a transphobic lunatic. Is she? She is. Absolutely. She's 100% a TERF, trans-exclusionary reactionary feminist. There's zero doubt about that whatsoever. So I don't support Harry Potter anymore. I refuse to give her any more money. But at the same time, she's still alive. She's still making money off of Harry Potter. It's a matter of voting with my wallet in this case. I don't think Dr. Seuss is still alive, is he? He's not, but his family's making money, including but a they lot didn't of write including the Mrs. Books. Butterworth and uh, what's the uh, the rice the rice man. His family is still making uh, money off yeah. of those off of his image, Mister um, Ben, Uncle Mr. Ben. ben, Uncle Ben. Um, yes, absolutely. In in my uh, uh, meritocrat meritocracy uh-huh. utopia, oh, absolutely. Cancel culture, not cancel culture, but canceling is the way to control bad behavior, bad habits, bad people. That's this is this is the way. But when it turns into what it has, people losing their minds every single we're getting a new cancellation every week, whether it's an actor, Gina Carano, or whether it's a rice man, Uncle Ben, or whether it's Dr. Seuss. Every single week we're getting a new cancellation. And a lot of it's ridiculous. And a lot of by the way, a lot of it's not even Caucasian cancellations. A lot of them are Land of Lakes, Indian, Native American. Uh, Uncle Ben, Mrs. Buttersworth, uh, Redskins, Redskins. Yep. They're all brown people. 
why are why are the crazy woke leftists canceling all of these brown people? It's it's well, insu- in the case it's of insulting. Mrs. Buttersworth, wasn't it because she was considered a racial a racist depiction of a black woman? It, she was a damn cook. It was her. <laughs> it was her recipe, if I remember correctly. She was the. It's, and the same thing. I'm sorry, Uncle Ben was definitely a cook. He was like a he was like a famous cook, and he's like, hey, let's put this guy on here. I don't know. And the and, 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 and honor this person. <laughs> and it was an honor. But hey, let's take Land of Lake. Let's, let's remove the Indian and, and keep the land. Native American. The Native American. <laughs> the Indians are something else. I know that. What do you think? Have cancellations gone too far? Or are they happening over reasons that are just absolutely absurd? 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. This is Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. Talk radio, you control. 603-283-6160 is the call online. You can call in and talk about anything you want. 603-283-6160. With you tonight, it's Aria. It's Ian. And Conan. And I want to say thank you to Ash Reddo, who is tonight's amplifier. That means Ash Reddo is a member of the AMP program. You can find out more about it at amp.freetalklive.com. Basically, it's a program that we use to advertise, market, and promote Free Talk Live. So if you like the show, if you like what we're doing, head on over to amp.freetalklive.com to find out more about it and to sign up. It only costs five bucks per month. It helps us get on more radio stations. It helps us reach larger audiences. And it comes with a number of cool little perks like an amp-only call-in line. There's an amp-only chat group at the Matrix server, which you can find at chat.freetalklive.com. All kinds of awesome stuff come along with it. Check it out, amp.freetalklive.com. Ashredo, thank you so much for the contributions. We hope you continue listening and amplifying the show. But let's go to the phones. We've got Anonymous calling. You're on Free Talk Live. Uh, Hey, guys. So I had a story that I wanted to tell you, but I first wanted to briefly talk about the caller before. Uh, So he was saying how he was a civil libertarian. And when I kind of went down this road of liberty, that's one of the... uh, names that I ran into as well. Uh, a lot of people that, uh, you know, believe in limited government in terms of free speech and things like that tend to like this label, but they still think that the government should, uh, you know, regulate uh, the economy and things like that. A good example of a person like this is Alan Dershowitz. Um, but so I Conan kind of, was right with his kind of, statement that it's basically minarchism? I, I would say that it's... Um, just another way to say a modern liberal, to be completely honest. Um, like, I, I don't even, I wouldn't even give it the uh, label of minarchism uh, because they still want the state to play a very influential role in a lot of aspects of your life. Um, but, but um, yeah, so that's not why I was calling, though. Um, I just wanted to talk about a story that I had. So, um, my wife and I plan on moving to New Hampshire, and before we, we do that, we want to visit uh, a whole bunch of places in California where we currently live. It's horrible here. Um, <laughs> and uh, so so one of the places on the list was uh, Japantown, and that's in San Francisco. And I don't know if you know the geography of San Francisco too much, but in order to uh, get there, you have to cross a bridge, um, and usually... When you have to cross bridges, you have to pay tolls. So I looked up how much the toll would be, and it was $6. So I brought 
six dollars worth of coin, like just to make it hard on them. <laughs> like, okay, here, if you're gonna charge me this money, here, let me get rid of some coins so that uh, you know, it's it. At least I'm getting something out of it. Except, um, they, except they don't take then, coins anymore; only credit cards. Right. So, so this is so this is what happened. Um, it turned out that when I when we drove up, it was no contact because of COVID. So <laughs> there was nobody even at the stand, which was like, okay, like they'll they'll just record my license plate and then send me the bill in the mail. Um, even though I think that's a huge privacy violation, but whatever, I guess that's how they have to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then the same day when we come back from our excursion, I got a letter in the mail stating that I got a toll evasion penalty of $25. What? The same <laughs> day? Yeah, same day they sent it. Um, like, you know, overnight mail, except quicker than that. You know, when the government wants their money, they can, they can send it quick. Um, Seriously, they so, overnighted you a, a notice that you owed them money for running through a same, toll booth? Same, same day. We actually crossed the bridge at 2 o'clock, and we got back home at, like, 6, and it was there. What the and, hell? Uh, <laughs> and and I, I just wanted to cross the bridge to, you know, do this fun thing with my wife, and here comes the state saying that wow. even though you're... You did everything that you could, just driving through a bridge like normal. Like, dude, you know, get out of that state. At least go uh, up. Yeah, uh, at least go up north where they might be splitting off pretty. He soon. said he was looking at New Hampshire, didn't he? Didn't you say yeah, that? I, but he yeah. wants he wants to yeah, drive yeah, around California some more, and it's like just just don't even just just either, get out. Either go up north where where there's the possibility, which probably isn't ever going to happen until the, the till the the ultimate collapse, which might be coming in the next couple of years too, or just come right over to New Hampshire. We need more like you. Well, Anonymous, thank you so much for the call. Are there any toll roads in New Hampshire? Uh, right below there Concord. Okay. Is it b- above and below Concord? I think there's one out on the way to- toward the seacoast as well. Um, but I always have my car, or I always have my ways set to avoid tolls, so I don't. Go the only it. time I would have hit it, I always, I always drive around those silly things, and it's nice because you yeah. can see the, you can see the, you get to see the, the sights, see the sights too yeah. while you're at it. As long as you can figure out when to get off the road for it, sometimes they, you get trapped. Mm. Ooh, prime example, Massachusetts. I hate you. Went and dropped my mom off at the airport there. They hate us too. Don't worry. I got, I got, I got, I got into the airport just fine. Yeah, getting out. I couldn't get out of the damn place until I paid my six dollar toll on no, the way bridge. Out. I didn't know there's where it was. Out. Set your ways to avoid toll roads. I think It'll I was, take you I, around. I, it. I think I was using Met Google's at the time. Google owns ways, but let's you got to get ways. Let's keep going with the phones. We got Anarcho Republican calling. You're on Free Talk Live. W-A-Z. Hey guys, do you want to talk about the Fahrenheit 451 that's going on right now? You better okay. believe you're it. Familiar it's book with burnings. Yeah, bur- yeah book fr- burning. Well, this is, but this is a different sort. See, in the in the in the book, the firemen found out that firemen used to put out fires instead of burning books. <laughs> and he was asked, he was at, he goes, well, why do we burn the books? He says, well, you don't understand. Those books are full of ideas, and when you have a society full of minorities. You're going to upset somebody with ideas. And so to make everybody happy, we have to get rid of ideas. Yeah. And, that, and so what they had to do is they had to step back into an older technology. They had to go back to, you know, memory and recitation. That's what we have to do. I'm sorry to say. I keep telling you, technology is the beast. They can wipe out our culture digitally if we don't have hard copies to say this is the truth. This is the way things used to be. I've never read Fahrenheit 451. I'm not a big fan of Ray um, 
Bradbury, I believe is his name. I think that might be the only book of his I've ever read. See, I started with one called From Dusk Return, from Dust from the Dust Returned or something like that, and it was so badly written that I couldn't make it past the mm-hmm. third page. Mm-hmm. Uh, caller, I sell books for a living. Um, I'm Good. all I am all on board with, with, with what you're saying. There's going to come a time yeah. when the electricity is going to go off. It might not be for the yeah. it might need might might not be for the big cities. Uh, they'll have their rolling blackouts. Well, but I mean, did lot, you hear I'll, what happened to Texas? That well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. It's it's a definitely a possibility. It's not just that they're going to edit. Things will be changed. Now, then, now you're like, start, now I, you're starting to get very, a, now you're starting to get in 1984 where the where that was his job yeah. was to edit. See, yep. I was curious why they Indeed. didn't just edit out these images. It's happening, right, it's happening right before our eyes, brothers and sisters. Watch out for the beast; his eyes are everywhere. Well, uh, Have a good evening. Guys. Thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. Vin Armani, a former co-host here on Free Talk Live, a former host of Free Talk Live, he's been really on the ball on a lot of his Twitter posts about this stuff. I wish he'd get off Twitter and get on to Mastodon, but that's another story. He predicted months ago that they would go back into old movies and add masks into old movies and he said mark my words come on and you know what they did oh come on they came out they didn't go back into the old movies but they took the scene they took scenes from the old movie warner warner brothers did this and they took like harry potter and they took the matrix and they took other like classic movies and they put masks on the characters in this promo Uh, this covid promo hard copies people hard copies we mentioned a quick app during this discussion it's Waze. w-a-z-e it's the best gps app out there Carl Watner, longtime proponent of a voluntary society, died last December. You may have seen his articles published on his website, voluntarius.com, in his newsletter, The Voluntarist, The Mises Institute, or elsewhere over the last 40 years. His newest book, I Must Speak Out, Volume 2, The Best of the Voluntarist, is now available via Liberty Under Attack Publications. This 430-page second volume spans the years of 2000 through 2020 and includes articles by Carl Watner. Hans Hermann Hoppe, Carl Hess, Benjamin Tucker, George H. Smith, Lysander Spooner, Pete Ayer, Joyce Brand, and many others. I Must Speak Out is for the newly initiated, the veteran voluntarist, or anywhere in between. Buy the book now at libertyunderattack.com slash voluntarist. For more great content on building a voluntary society and for Carl's extensive archives, check out voluntarist.com. It's Free Talk Live, 603-283-6160 is the phone line. Forgive the sigh, I just saw the the clip that Ian was talking about of the Warner Brothers little commercial of editing Harry Potter and even It. The Flash. Of the movie It. Joker. Keanu Wonder Reeves Woman. from The Matrix. Now, you got to ask yourself. Aquaman. All putting masks on, just to be clear, in case somebody's just tuning in, putting sort of retroactively going back in, taking clips from these films, putting it all into a 30-second promo to quote-unquote mask up for COVID, and uh, all your heroes from your favorite Warner Brothers movies are in masks. I mean, wouldn't it be more effective to have people like It and the Joker not wearing masks? Like, these people are the evil ones. 
I mean, isn't that the propaganda they're really trying to spew? Why would Joker, the psychopath, the sociopath, <laughs> put on a mask to protect people? Exactly. Have you ever heard of Batman? What he, what Joker does is try to kill people. He, to no, sus- no, no, he'd not kill people. He wants to see it all burn. You're supposed to suspend disbelief. It's the movies. I can't s- suspend disbelief about what the movie is. Hold on. How am I trying to phrase this? Oh, my God. The I Hobbits. I can suspend the disbelief to the believe. The Hobbits are masked. Why? All look, of them. Look, Aria, what are you doing with all this critical thinking, okay? It's just forget about it. The New York Times said they would take care of this for you. Fauci you said no mask. No, I'm sorry. Then he said mask. No, then he said double mask. Double, then he said face yeah, shield. Right. Then he said the vaccine. Goggles. Don't forget he said goggles, too, at one point. He did say goggles, shield. and yet no one has goggled up. Uh, that was just was, a little too far. That's but not true. They do, there, they do sell them, though. No, there was a state rep uh, in New Hampshire who had the plague doctor's mask on. I'm pretty sure that counts as goggles. That's true. Oh, in that case, I've goggled up. I don't know if they were eye slits or if they were, like, covered. I, I couldn't tell in the I pictures. think I saw her eyes. I it was he, too low res. I couldn't tell. That's a good point. I couldn't tell. It was very fancy. It was very Mardi Gras. Yeah. I, I don't know. Didn't you get like the real deal? The, like the, d- oh, yeah. the dark, dark one, nasty yeah. one. Just, <laughs> you might, this guy, you're walking down the grocery store, the flower aisle, and you see that guy and it's like, I'm good. you have a heart attack? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this woman had like a Mardi Gras one. It was kind of, kind of cutesy. Mm. Not, not really heavy hitting. Well, no. let's go to the phones. We've got David calling from New Mexico. David, you're on Free Talk Live. Calling from New Mexico, listening on Arizona, though, K-T-O-X. Yep. What's up? And, uh, What's speak- on your mind? Speaking of that, uh, Arya, you're, you're, you're no longer all alone in your industry. Mm-hmm. What are you referring to? As, as the only trans shock jock on the radio. Uh-oh, you got competition, Arya. Who else? Who? Yeah, n- no, not me. R- radio Rob has decided to come out publicly on the airwaves to Who's all that? of us. On, he's a uh, host on K- KTOX, KTOX, oh, really? Needles, California. Not sure I really consider myself a shock jock. Yeah, I know. I was just pushing your buttons. Okay. I don't know about that. When you run for office, you're kind of shocky. <laughs> I know you're pushing buttons. <laughs> Maybe you, you inspired sh- this guy. What was his name again? Radio Rob? Radio Rob. KTOX1340.com. Cool. Well, good. Yeah, he's on, he's on d He's on DLive, too. He's, he puts his program on DLive on uh, Sundays. Well, I don't know how to ask this. Is Rob he now, or is Rob <laughs> she now? Uh, she now. Okay, is it Rabina? How, or Robin? <laughs> I mean... Robin would I don't know, Rob, Rob hasn't told us yet. He, he's, he's been... She? He hasn't, uh, hasn't commented Wait, on that. Wait, hold on now, hold on. Is Rob, is he, is Rob a shock rocker? Is this is the, is is this maybe a ploy? Yeah, is, is this, it for real or is it a stunt? Yeah. Well, we he had us going for a month. He had me going for a month. He he started he came out with it like a month ago, and most of us didn't believe. Him. We thought he was joking around, so we were joking around with him about okay. it. And then he comes out a days ago, and it's for real, for real. Huh. Well, there's a lot. Uh, yeah. Well, there's a lot of uh, you know good radio stunts out there. So how do you know it's for real now? Well, cancel culture. If he, tra- if he tried something Rob. like this in this day and time, he would that would be the end of him. Wouldn't you think? Well, tell. Hmm. Just, well, you're talking to him right now. Just ask him right now. Hey, Rob, call in. Rob, are, are you listening? To, call how, in. How do you know we're talking to him now? How do you know he's? Well, listening? you're you're being played on K Talk, so everybody. Oh, 
Too late. Everybody in Arizona already uh, has heard you. We know that we're on. I know that we're on in K talks, but or, uh, but I don't know if necessarily this guy listens actively to our show. He's certainly welcome to call in, just like anyone else. But I mean, not everybody who does is on the radio listens to the station they're on twenty four seven when they get, or you know when they get off. In the fact, air. in fact, if anything, that's the last thing on their mind. They want to get away from it. Get some, yeah, right. get some fresh air. You said you wanted to talk about David Seuss. I mean, Doctor Seuss. David. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, how 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 can they how can they pick on that dude? They called him. They called his work. Uh, six of his works, they said, had, were. This is a quote from. I heard this on public radio, so it's got to be true. Um, they called it uh, white supremacist uh, uh, work. Well, anything anything that you don't agree with these days, that's all you have to do is just call it white supremacist or Nazi, and or in the other case, call it communism if you're from coming from the well, other side. That, and that's, that's it. That's all you have to say. That's the paradoxical thing about it, because, yeah, white supremacy, and they did they did tie it into Nazi stuff. But the kicker is, Dr. Seuss is Jewish. So how can he be a Nazi? He's a self-loathing Jew, of course. Oh, there, yeah, I forgot about that. That's right. You're either an anti-Semite or a self-loathing Jew, or both, if you, if you criticize. Well, I guess this goes to show that uh, not all Jews are running the world, right, if uh, Dr. Seuss is being deplatformed. Well, no, not no, the, no, it, no. The, the, bigger, the bigger Jews are running the littler Jews, and Dr. Seuss is just one of the littler Jews. Well, Dr. Dr. Seuss, Seuss influence, is a huge influence. Yeah. Yeah. Entire generations of people. Not, not well, the Rothschilds have influenced Dr. Seuss. I guarantee you, <laughs> if you ask people... Do you know who the Rothschilds are, or do you know who Dr. Seuss is? Way more people will know who Dr. Seuss well, you're is. You're actually you're actually proving my point, and you don't even know it. Huh? So, so, so the, when when the puppet master puts on a puppet show, does the puppet master want to be seen? I think I think the, the here's a question that, that a lot of people would 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 figure out on their if you ask them if. Dr. Seuss was Jewish or the Rothschilds were Jewish. They would say they wouldn't. I, I never knew. They'd be like, who are the Rothschilds? No, I think a lot of people know who they are. You think so? But I I don't. But I have never. But I have never known. Most people don't even know who the vice president is. I have never known that Dr. Seuss was Jewish ever. I never I never heard that. Me neither, but I believe I didn't it. either because it was never really relevant. Exactly. To my understanding of Dr. Seuss. But when the Rothschilds are brought up, it's always that they're Jewish. Yeah, how about my why, issue is that they're bankers. Yeah, my issue is that they are power broker, you know, power brokers, power mongers. I don't care that they're Jewish. Those I mean, people are Christians too. Power seekers. They're evil bankers think, trying to run I the world. I think that there yes, there are lots of power brokers out brokers. Yeah, that's a good word for them. Power mongers. Well, let's get back to this video from the Los Angeles Unified School District. David, thank you so much for the call. Just to what, recap this, this video, they are instituting a daily pass. The daily pass is going to require a weekly COVID test and a daily uh, survey, a self-survey. And that's what the kids are going to have to have to get to school. And you're going it's to need- a good job security for Big Pharma with these tests. Oh, yeah, and it's Microsoft that's teaming up with the and Los Microsoft Angeles Naturally. County. Pass. But the real magic is your daily health check. Just answer a few simple health questions every day. Now, these questions are really simple and pointless, really. Do you have a fever, dry cough, soreness, 
shortness of breath. It's very small. Question. Or loss of taste or smell. Question. Is this what the test is? Is it an actual PCR test or an antibody test or whatever test they currently are using? Well, this or isn't is it, a test. This or, is just a daily checkup. This is a daily saying, quiz. No, I don't have these symptoms. And, and that's what I was asking. Is this the test or is this just daily? No, there's a COVID daily, test every week. Check, check, box checks. COVID test weekly, daily, daily box check. Okay. Which is so scientific to ask a nine-year-old child to tell you whether or not they have COVID-19. It's to get them used to this whole, oh, are you sick today? Oh, are you sick today? Oh, are you sick? Every single day, you got to assess yourself whether you got a runny nose and all these problems. And then, oh, my God, I've got to, I'm sick. Quarantine me for 14 days. And like magic, your entrance ticket appears. Your entrance ticket, implying that without this, without going through the step of actively saying every single day, no, I'm not sick. It almost sounds like a reward, almost like Willy Wonka uh, gift card in the the chocolate bar that you just picked up. Well, congratulations, children. Your reward is public education. This is going to expand from here, and it already is going to be. We'll tell you where it's coming up. It's Free Talk Live. Final segment of the show. Thanks for listening tonight. Unfortunately, we're probably not going to be taking any more unscreened calls tonight, but you can chat with us in the meantime at chat.freetalklive.com. There's a matrix server set up there, uh, completely controlled by Free Talk Live, not beholden to any corporate masters. Don't have to worry about being censored. You pretty much say whatever you want, as far as I can tell. And if that's not your thing, there's a Twitter clone that you can check out at social.freetalklive.com. And when I say it's a Twitter clone, I mean it's like Twitter, but that's about all the relationship that it actually has with Twitter. It's got a much higher character limit, so if you tend to ramble on, that would be the way to go. You can find that at social.freetalklive.com. There's all kinds of cool things that Free Talk Live is up to these days along those. You can keep track of that at social.freetalklive.com, in fact. But if you want to just chat with us or with other listeners, chat.freetalklive.com is the place to go for that. Let's go to the phones. We've got CW also listening on KTalk. CW, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, howdy, y'all. Um, I just want to kind of go on what Dave was talking about earlier about Radio Rob. Um, he's been a voice of reason in our area for several years. He has multiple radio shows. And... Uh, I personally got to meet him, and you can kind of tell by his mannerisms that he was kind of, you know, you know how, you know, he, he seems sort of feminine. And then mm. when he did come out a month ago, he came out a month ago saying he was going to join the clown world, you know, just like a play thing. Mm-hmm. But then, but then after a month went by of him doing the Miss Rob Hansen show versus just the Rob Hansen show. He actually spent two hours of just straight talking about his feelings and how he felt and his military time and how he couldn't express himself. So he really is coming out as a transgender. He just doesn't have the hormones that Arya is taking right now and all that stuff. I'm sure he eventually wants to, but it was so hard for him to come out like that, especially in a conservative area that we're in. I'm sure it's very hard. How you know how were his listeners handled? How long how long ago was that he came out? She he he, he, he mentioned it a month ago. <laughs> she met, she mentioned it a this, month ago, and so how are the listeners? Okay, how are yes, the how yes. are the listeners handling it? Because this is a conservative talk show host, right? Yes, okay. very conservative talk show. It's a voice of reason in our area, 
But then when she announced this, you know, I think we're all receptive to it because we've been hearing Miss Rob Hansen for so long. There's no reason for us to not accept her. You know what I'm saying? Why, why should we not accept her? We've accepted Rob for so long, and now when she came out, as she did, there's no reason for us to just throw her off the, the cliff. Well, I'm you know glad what I'm saying? That. Yeah, that's yeah. a very positive yeah, way we, of looking at it. Yeah, we have to accept it. The, because he, she's always going to have the, 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 you know, we're always going to listen to her every Sunday because, you know, it's just what we do. We listen to our local radios, our local radio shows. We have to. Well, hopefully, so, hopefully uh, the, the producers uh, in that area are, are of, of a like mind. And uh, she doesn't. Oh, find, she doesn't definitely. find herself out on a, out on a, on her on her butt. Oh well, she continues no, having, no, if no! If she continues having listeners, that's the part that the producers yeah, exactly. care about. Yes, unless well, unless actually, they no no and no unless they're they have a political leaning where it doesn't no. uh, where it rubs them the wrong way and they don't, and they can't agree with it. Just like cancel culture in the in the in well, the they want to sell ads. I mean, Warner Brothers doesn't agree with anything that J.K. Rowling has said about trans people, but they're still going to sell Harry Potter movies and as much Harry Potter crap as they can. They slapped a mask on them in that promo. Yeah, they don't care about the message they're actually putting out there. They just want the money. Yep. And that's probably well, less just, true of a programming director for a local radio station, but it's still going to be true to me. You're not going to fire your star host because exactly. that's still bringing in listeners. I just want to say that the owner of the station is highly receptive to it, you know, and I personally know both of them, and they, they're they not going anywhere. All right, cool. The, the well, owner of the station the update, that produces it, there's nothing. It's, it's just something that was a little bit. Yeah. We got it. Thank Thanks you. for the call, man. Yeah, man. It's good to hear that because, I mean, that could definitely have gone badly. I could see why Rob would have introduced us as I'm joining Clown World as sort of a way of breaching mm-hmm. that with the conservative audience because that's how they refer to this. You know, oh, boys becoming girls, girls becoming boys. It's a clown world. Oh, okay. So sort of easing them into the idea, I suppose. I didn't know where the clown world thing came from. Was that So that was before the COVID thing, the clown world? I believe so, wasn't okay. it? Is it? I think the clown world meme has been around for years. Yeah, that's been long as it's been around as long as Pepe the Frog. Okay, yeah, I didn't really see it until the last year. So we didn't really discuss it, but Governor Greg Abbott is also rescinding statewide mask mandates and the capacity limits on business. So this is two states. I mean, we mentioned it, but we didn't really discuss mm-hmm. it. It is now. I mean, he can't possibly top those Mississippi quotes, can he? No, okay. no. Mississippi was inadvertently <laughs> advocating anarchism and. It was inadvertently the best story of the year so far. (laughs) Yeah, businesses no longer have to follow any state restrictions. (laughs) Hell yeah, dude. (laughs) It's about time. It is now time to open Texas 100%, Abbott said from a Mexican restaurant, arguing that Texas has fought the coronavirus pandemic to the point that, quote, people and businesses don't need the state telling them how to operate any longer. He said he was receiving... Hey, we never did. No, Just so you know. Yeah, but they think we did because yeah. they think they're gods and that we're stupid little peasants. Well, by all evidence, serve. they're right. I mean, because people just did what they were told. So, I mean, it wasn't like there was a big pushback in any sort of uh, sense. He said that starting March the 10th, all businesses of any type are allowed to open 100% and masks will no longer be required in public. The mask requirement has been in effect since last summer mm-hmm. in Texas. And when are they going to bring it back? I mean, because remember, this was like the test run to see what kind of crap people were going to put up with. Maybe 
they're rescinding this because they're worried that eventually people will get fed up with it. But I don't see any evidence that they are. Not yet. Well, it's easier during the winter because it does keep your face warm. A little warmer, yeah. And in the winter, it's cold. Yeah, they'll bring it back next flu season. But during so? the summer, I think it's going to be a much harder sell. Well, they, they sold it last summer. But wasn't comp- I don't remember now because it's, it's been a long year. But wasn't compliance lower during the summer than it was during the fall? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think a lot of states came down hard on the mask mandates until about early late summer, early fall, if I'm not mistaken. But but mask mandates were going going to town all Keene passed all year. theirs in the summertime in August. Keene, mm, New Hampshire. Yeah. But the numbers are coming down. So I mean, you can't you can't keep showing people the charts, Stephen. You can't keep, you can't look at the chart from the CDC and not go in the back of your head. Uh, I think we're safe now. But come fall, for these people, there will never be safety. For these people, there's always something lurking around the bend. Not there's to always- mention, not to mention. Joe Biden's in charge. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he, they they handed him the reins, and so now he gets to, and he promised that he'll he he'll set us free. Oh, did he? I oh. must have missed that one. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. So I mean, he can't. Uh, and you got to prove Orange Man bad, wrong. And he said, what did he say last year? He said Easter. He says you guys will be free. We'll set you free <laughs> two weeks. Two weeks. We'll shut this place down for two weeks, and then by Easter, we'll all be free again. Trust we'll all be doing the our thing. The, ru- the warning my, is honest. My prediction: this by this Easter, twenty twenty one, it will be nothing. We won't. We'll be worrying about something completely different. Hmm. It'll be some other. We'll be canceling something else. But as far as the masks, Look, and the shutdowns, I will take and the, cancel culture over a COVID culture. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, me too. But if I, I have to choose between the two. But if he could, but if he can set us free by this Easter, he will. He he will have proven Trump that much wronger, uh, and uh, and get and get all I'm the and get and get all happening. the more brawny brawny points. Well, here's the problem. That's not happening. They're going to double down. I think what's going to happen. Here's my prediction. Okay, you're predicting he's going to set people free. No, Biden. no, no. He's he's he wants the Biden administration is trying is going to have is going to want to try to have us free by Easter. However, he is he is running head to head with Big Pharma. And China, mm-hmm. and they have different ideas. Well, what they've got is this uh, this pass that we were talking about with Los Angeles, where they're going to tell all these kids they got to have this daily checkup, uh, where they check in and they got to get a COVID test all the time, every single week. Ticketmaster is teaming up with a corporation, and I forget what I think it, I don't remember if it was IBM or it was one of these it's Microsoft. Data. It wasn't Microsoft. There's 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 others. It's not just Microsoft. So there's these big tech companies like Microsoft and IBM that are working independently on these health passes. And so what you're hearing about what's let's happening? Just say, let's just say Silicon Valley and, and, and yeah. they're all wanting, wanting this. This is this is the kind of technology that just gets them hard. Ticketmaster signed on for it. Major League Baseball has signed on for it, where they have they're going to have kiosks as you're going in. Uh, where you've got to check in with the health pass. The airline industry? The airline industry did this years ago with uh, pre-flight. (laughs) With pre-flight. Absolutely insane. Yeah, so it's coming. This isn't just for kids in Los Angeles. That's how they're going to introduce the kids to it, and the parents are going to be next. If you want to do anything ever again. Eventually, we're going to get to a point where you go to a store and you have to scan that QR code right there at the front to check in. That's when they're going to check your eye. It's going to check you. You're going to look into a pupil scanner. You can't no. talk about this on Facebook and Twitter, but you know where you can talk about it? Chat.freetalklive.com. You can find us there, chat.freetalklive.com. 
Welcome to another exciting adventure of Jonathan Gullible. As you may recall, we last left Jonathan Gullible on a remote Pacific island after his boat was blown far off course by a terrific storm. Eager to learn about the inhabitants of this island, Jonathan wandered the island until he came across a police officer who was nailing boards over the windows and doors of a small shop. After watching for a while, Jonathan asked, Pardon me, why are you boarding up this shop? The shop is closed. The owner was found guilty of selling obscene pictures, and he is now rotting in our zoo. What is an obscene picture? Well, an obscene picture is of some foul and disgusting activity. Was this person doing this disgusting activity? No, he, he was just selling the pictures. So selling pictures of an obscene act makes one guilty of the act? In a way, yes. People who sell such pictures are guilty of promoting the activity. You know, consumers are easily influenced. Oh, I get it. You have just arrested all the island's news photographers for their pictures of warfare. But are the newspapers guilty of promoting warfare just because they sell pictures of people at war? Oh, no, of course not. Obscenity is sexual activity. So pictures of sexual activity are prohibited? No, only recent sexual activity is prohibited. Pictures of ancient sexual activity are allowed to be copied and sold. Ancient sex is studied and taught as fine art. On the other hand, recent sexual activity is only of interest to perverts. Decent people condemn such activity. On the other hand, warfare is an activity that decent people and perverts may read about and do together. Stay tuned for another exciting adventure of Jonathan Gullible. Build freedom with laughter. Join the community, access free media clips, and more. Or get your free PDF copy of the book. Go to jonathangullible.com now. jonathangullible.com